Jeremy, take up the damn phone. I've been trying to get a hold of you forever to record this episode 11. And then I find out you have a new crew and 39 more episodes. What the fuck, dude? What the fuck? I'm done. On tonight's 50th episode of the Gamecasters, we talk about all the games we've been playing recently. We have a couple surprises for you. We play a new game with some new friends, and then we end the show with our top 10 games from 50 to 59. Stay tuned. be wholesome but eventually became obscene (laughs) i won't stop you can't make me made it this far number 50 welcome everybody now to episode 50 episode 50 (laughs) episode 50 this probably won't be the last song i sing in episode 50 (laughs) episode 50 it won't (laughs) I play games to blow off steam, then hope Natalie will blow bubbles. All you guys who are listening mean the world to us here at 50. (laughs) Welcome everybody now to episode 50, episode 50, episode 50. This probably won't be the last song I sing in episode 50. Episode 50. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was awesome. Thanks. You know that song, right, guys? Yeah. Yellow Submarine. Yeah. (laughs) Episode 50. (laughs) I had to think of something that rhymed. Well, hello. That was adorable. There. Natalie's crying again. (laughs) I know. I did hear her say that. She was like, oh, boy. Oh, Oh, boy. It's what I live for. It's that. I live for that and her putting her heads in her hands like King's Dilemma. Brother. Which I hope to achieve in the next part here. (laughs) <laughs> so, well, hello there, gamers, and welcome to the Gamecasters episode 50 extravaganza. We have an incredibly great show lined up for you all today, jam-packed full of so much content that we had to go down to City Hall and pull permits for what's about to happen. We had to take out <laughs> special event insurance for the mayhem that's about to spew forth from your speakers. We had to politely ask our neighbors if we could borrow some sugar for the cookies we were going to have to send them tomorrow to apologize for the debauchery that's about to go down today. <laughs> Natalie and I were up all night working hard to make sure her flatulence explode like fireworks on the 4th of July. <laughs> Jeff has been handing out flyers all week that say nothing other than a phone number of a support group you can call after you listen to this episode as simply put you will need therapy have i sufficiently overhyped us yet <laughs> no well then get ready for your ears to experience a sensation that only genitals were biologically made to feel because this episode is going to take you on a ride through the spectrum of human emotion which can only be categorized as the single greatest auditory signal your brain waves have ever encountered episode 
50. So, what's been happening, you wow. guys? I told you not to talk about me farting anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't did. I tell he you? Did don't again. say yeah, that but you, know, you know what happens when someone tells you not to do something? Yeah. Like one thing you want to do oh, more than any do don't push that button. Is that? Yep. Well, <laughs> oh, I'm going to. Oh. Don't open the box. What's in the box? So what's you, in the box? Did you guys have a conversation about it after like yes. a serious one? Like, listen. Well, Ryan, oh, yeah. stop it. It was always veiled with like laughter, but there was also a fist yeah, in my face. Yeah, it was a serious <laughs> conversation. I can't remember. I said something about <laughs> it where I was like, I think he's going to get the hint that I don't want him to do that. Oh, I got the hint <laughs> Get already. the hint, pal. I got the hint, he's which like, is why you may see Natalie's flatulence peppered and exploding throughout this episode. <laughs> You're like, F that hint. Or a brand new song about <laughs> Natalie's flatulence. You never know. Can you guys believe that we're here oh, episode 50? Man, I only feel like I've, it's 25 episodes. <laughs> yeah, I only because feel like I've been on like 30 yeah. 38 maybe. <laughs> I feel young still. Well, I was talking to myself, I guess, mostly. <laughs> yeah. I've been so excited for this episode and like so nervous for it kind of at the same time i mean 50 episodes is huge so like with this current group like jeff just said it's really the 25th episode extravaganza which isn't quite as like milestoney so we'll just pretend like you guys were here with me since the beginning yeah it's still pretty cool. sorry jeremy <laughs> yeah sorry jeremy. we love you man it's an excuse to celebrate and you know come up with new ideas exact wait what are we stale? Or is that what you're saying? We no, need new like ideas. Some, to come do up something with? like special, you know? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. This episode's definitely... gonna be so good that 51 is really gonna suck. I know. <laughs> 51 is gonna be a huge letdown. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Episode 51. Yeah, we're apologizing to future episode <laughs> the, 51. The games that we have to talk about. I was like, we better play some good stuff next time because yeah. oh, crap, I didn't consider that. This can't be the bar for all, <laughs> all of. It's gonna be rough. What if someone listens to this episode first and they're like, "This is the greatest show." And then afterwards, like, there's Ooh. music, yeah. there's farting, there's ev- oh <laughs> wow. And then episode 51 is like, so I played Carcassonne so again. So you ever played Carcassonne? <laughs> yeah. What about Catan? You ever played those things? <laughs> so what's up, oh, Jeff? Man. What's up with you? Well, it started back at school. Yeah, that's right. School so, started. So, yep. I've been working at school, but teaching remotely. So my students are on Zoom, and I have to teach them through the computer, which is just so weird. Yeah. And I've really never thought that I would experience something like this. So let me ask and, you this. You're yeah. at school. Yes. But, but teaching remotely. Why do you have yes. to be at school for that? So in the future, I only ha- I can be there three or four days a week if I want to. So okay. I can kind of plan a schedule out. But sure. I think it's a combination of one, slight micromanaging on the side of the administration wanting yeah. to know that we're in the building and doing the work oh, that I we're see. supposed to be doing at the right really? time. Well, so I, I get I guess that. that makes sense because then they can they can feel confident they can tell the parents Yes, you know, or, or yeah. the school so board. There is some things of like, you need to be, I need to be doing my job. I can't be at home and post something and then sit around and play Netflix or, okay. you know, play sure. video games yeah. or watch Netflix or whatever. Yeah. But, and the other part is that we also want to portray that we're in school and when we can get back in school, that it's safe Most for us for to be there and it's okay. we're there. And, I've been yeah. here the whole time. So, yeah, <laughs> I live here. It's crazy that they they issued that mandatory, you must live there. At school. <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's it's very yeah. strange. I have so like a Murphy are, bed. Broadcasting live <laughs> from Richard Thurston. <laughs> yeah. Are you in your own classroom? Yes, I'm yourself? in my classroom all day by myself. So you, can just, you don't um, get to wear a mask everywhere, but... Your classroom. Yeah, so when I get in my room, if I'm by myself in my room, I can take my mask off. And the rest of your clothes, the... or do you have to leave your clothes on? Well, well, I'm in Zoom, pants. so... Oh, yeah. that's true. He doesn't even wear pants at school. Yeah. <laughs> no one sees that. So, but if I go to, like, if I have to go to the front office, or I have to go to the bathroom or something, I have to put my mask on and, and right, right. go out. Or if I have a meeting, we sit, like, at opposite corners of a room. Wow. And it's very weird. Yeah, that's I just weird. Do you hate it? Yeah. I, was, I, I miss... What's weird is I miss my students 
annoying me. I miss my students like getting lost in the hallway and forgetting their locker combination. Sure. I miss all that kind of the stuff. Good stuff. Yeah, because now I'm just talking to a bunch of squares on yeah, Zoom. Yeah, you didn't go into teaching sad. to yeah. be sitting in a room by yourself yeah. right, with right. no pants on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's that's been really the last two weeks of professional development and school starting is really all I've been all I've been doing. Cool. So, yeah. Natalie, what's going on that's with crazy. you? Yeah, that is crazy. Um, you know, just <laughs> playing games. Golfing. 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 God, you're like a rich person. Yeah, we... Yeah. Just playing games and golfing. Oh, I went to the business like golf meeting. Weeks, yeah. so. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so our 50th episode. So the 50th episode, it's not the only milestone the show has achieved. We also just crossed over the 10,000 download milestone, oh, which yeah. I realize in comparison wow. to some other shows is probably not very much, but what you have to remember is the first 12 or 13 episodes were not promoted at all and really we're just me and jeremy goofing around mm-hmm. you know what i mean we had just about a thousand total downloads across those first 13 or 12 yeah. episodes it wasn't until i started the show back up with natalie that we started to actually kind of really grow right and certainly now the addition of of the mad board gamer right and we didn't Thanks. even start like an instagram account until you and me started up so like those first ones yeah it was, it was just, just like, kind of like whoever could hear or whatever if you happen to be on podbean today and across, you want to go yeah. to a gaming yeah. po- web or podcast right. so since Jeff joined, we've just been steadily climbing and climbing. So really, these 10,000 downloads are basically since April of 2019, even though the podcast really started in 2016. Mm-hmm. But really, I would say our like if we had to start the day of like when the podcast actually officially started, um, if we can just kind of completely kill Jeremy at this point, it started <laughs> April of 2019, which is just over a year and a half. So I'm really incredibly proud of the three of us. Yeah. I think we should go out on top like Seinfeld and just quit after this yeah. one. Shut it down. Go to jail. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we're number 11 in the Philippines. Where are we going to go from here? Yeah, really. Yeah. We're probably in the top 500 or so in the U.S. So what when we're competing we against, you know, there's some this is it's a flooded. There's a, a ton of board game podcasts. Right. So we obviously love our listeners and appreciate everybody for listening and we're competing with some people that have been around a long time and yeah. are like like the secret cabal and, the, and that, you know i'm not going to tell you other ones to listen to never yeah, mind no. yeah. they're all never mediocre mind. baloney yeah anyway. just you know the best. Who they are. Yeah. yeah you knew first whoever's listening <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> so seriously thank you to everyone who's been listening all along and thank you so much to all of you who are listening to this episode for the first time in like 2021 or 2022 you also mean the world to us future listener uh, this show's been a vehicle for us to meet and befriend so many wonderful people, and some of them even unwillingly sent us some messages that I'm going to pepper in throughout the show when I most feel like making myself feel good, like this one. Well, hello there, gamers, and welcome back for another episode of the Gamecasters podcast. In this episode, I'll fangirl over Ben and M from Date Night Dice, Natalie will try to explain a game we play but fail miserably, and Jeff will share your thoughts, dear listeners, because they're better than his own. We'll also do another top five, even though they always end up the same with Vital Asserta games and jokes about Natalie's boy. Barely newer? Hey, Gamecasters, I'm Nelson. I'm Dalton. We are the co-hosts for the Fantasy and Some Flights podcast. And we just wanted to say congratulations on your 50th episode. Cheers. Ryan, Natalie, Jeff, congratulations on reaching 50 episodes. I look forward to every show. It's like listening to mates. You guys are so funny. You know so much about games. You've helped me in my collection a ton. I look forward to the next 50. Congrats. Hello, everyone. This is MC Dave MC. I just wanted to wish congratulations to the Gamecasters on 50 episodes. Gamecasters is without a doubt the greatest board gaming related podcast in all of Western Central Oakland County, Michigan. On a personal note, ever since we had that random encounter in the hallway outside of Grand Con and the great weekend full of games after that, you guys have been part of the group and part of the family and continue on the good work. 
Oh, and out of all the personalities in the board game industry, I would definitely fuck Rodney Smith. He'd be gentle and kind, let's be honest. I would definitely kill the shut up and sit down guys because of what they said about Wingspan. And I would marry you guys. I think we would have a lovely life together. If you love the show, if you even kind of like us, please consider rating us over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen that allows you to rate us. It really helps the legitimacy of our show for new people who have never heard of us to see reviews and ratings. If you want to just keep us to yourselves like some local band that you don't want to sell out, then please just listen and do nothing, and then we will do nothing, and then our life force will drain faster than my brain thinking about intercourse, and we will be reduced to empty husks of human beings, but at least we'll be your empty husks. <laughs> so thank you. <laughs> so uh, we've been playing a lot of games lately guys yep i mean yeah. like you know so i talked about my libido it was like my libido oh my was a kinked hose yeah, and then a month ago right? yeah was, and then i yeah, talked two about episodes it ago. can i just say it was <laughs> yes here we go yep. the last episode we recorded was it the last one no it's two i think it was two ago two episodes ago. Okay. two ago when whatever he, episode it was happened. maybe i said this last episode right. and if i'm repeating myself who cares but <laughs> <laughs> it was literally like the day after we recorded it and he told the world that his libido was <laughs> told the world told the world he yep. was like, Bloop, I'm back. It was like, <laughs> games. It was like yeah. when I, I did that, that like day. unkinked the hose and yeah. the blood rushed forth into my gaming libido. Yeah. <laughs> I'm right, right in the libido. <laughs> but well, I mean, and Ryan, so it was recently Ryan's birthday. Yep. Right. So happy so, okay. birthday. Thank you very much. As you're getting some good games recently. True. Very true. Design a thon that we'll talk about shortly. Yep. We Spoiler had Ryan's birthday. <laughs> we had it. So he got. Um, Lots of new games. Yeah, he got game. like yeah. three or four games from that. And then he just decided to buy himself another like three or four Good. games too the in libido. one week. Unkinked yeah, Like one day in the box. This man is an unkinked yeah. host. I'm an unkinked host. Yes. So now, so now he's got all these new games May, from all of your the last like, become week unkinked. or two. And he's like, I don't have anywhere to put these. Well, and you guys are doing an awesome job of playing new games and games that you love. Yes. Right. And that well, we're is why he's an unkinked hose. Yeah, my yeah. Ho- like yes. I said, man, all of your hoses Stuff become flowing. unkinked. Oh, God, it's a raging, hose. flowing, unkinked hose <laughs> of board gamey viscosity. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so <laughs> the newest game that we've been playing is by the Italian design team Akitaka. Did you know they were called this? No. It's this specific, it's comprised of Flaminia Brasini. Virginio Gili, Stefano Luperto, and Antonio Tinto. They're called Akitoka or Akitaka. Like, oh, I wonder group? what that means. That, you know those that means? four people um, who are awesome. Yeah, those, those games are great. They, they're they responsible for games like Agizia, Leonardo da Vinci, Terra, Terra Mara. Those, these four specifically. Mm-hmm. And Flaminia Brazzini and Virginio Gili specifically have done, partnered with other yeah. designers and come up with other amazing games like Coimbra and, yes. and this one we're talking about here, Alma Mater. Um, so, uh, this, this newest game that Natalie hates called Nourishing Mother in <laughs> English or Alma Mater. <laughs> I hate, that's all he kept saying. He's like, would you like to go play Nourishing Mother now? And well, I'm here's like, why. stop calling it that. So when I was in court reporting school, we had, there was a medical class or a, I'm sorry, a Latin class that we had to take that had a bunch of, like a lot of medical terminology stuff is rooted in Latin. Mm-hmm. And so one of the words, one of the phrases we were writing was Alma Mater. And the, the, the professor was like, did you guys know Alma Mater? It means nourishing mother in in English. So like you're going back to your alma mater, your school. You're going back and to your like, nourishing I mother. Know my future wife, when we happen to play a game called alma mater, I'm just going to call it nourishing mother. <laughs> well, it's one of those <laughs> to annoy her. that just sticks into that's your, brain, in your that brain that you can't not talk about. I mean, that's an interesting factoid. <laughs> yeah, but you didn't just say, oh, listen to this fact. But you did. 
But then you <laughs> just continued just to call the game that over and over and over, even though I said, please don't Over call and that. over. In this game of Natalie's ire and contempt, you are taking your workers to place to the board to take actions. These actions need books to recruit professors and students into the utter disgust of Natalie. The books are so cool. They're like 3D plastic models of books. And other than the fact that Natalie wanted to end her life in a Harry Curie like suicidal rage, <gasps> it was really true. cool to handle them. They you were use very them. cool books. Oh my gosh, I they're so the cool. The books were my What are they made? I don't know. Are they just plastic? They look awesome. They were plastic, I haven't seen it or like played it. They look you gotta really just like handle them in your little finger pads, and, then, okay. and you'll see what they're like. <laughs> it's so finger pads, <laughs> right there in my pads. <laughs> so you use these books for everything, like placing them on your bookshelf, where they can either be bought uh, by the other game-hating players, or else they will earn you money as income in the next round. Or you can keep them in your storage to be used as resources to spend to recruit students and professors. And also you can spend them to activate powers on already acquired professors. The more students and professors you accumulate, the more points you get and the stronger you become. So if you fall behind in either of these two areas, it can be difficult really to climb back up, as Natalie will tell you after she stops screaming. The game (laughs) takes six rounds, and each round you take turns placing your workers to recruit students, professors, gain money, buy books from your opponents, and activate specific students. You can also spend a book on a professor card that's already in your tableau to perform what's called a lecture, which is basically taking the action of the card. Um, You go back and forth performing actions until each of you pass, at which point you have a cleanup phase. You collect your income for the next round, and then you do it all over again until the end of the sixth round, at which point you perform final scoring and see who won. There are a lot of ways to get points in this one, and the majority of them resolve around, or I'm sorry, revolve around students and professors, right? And these yeah. chancellors, and then how far you are up this like research track. Um, so things I liked. Okay, my favorite thing about this game is how pretty much everything you acquire gives you like an ability or a benefit or a power. I love so much extra, like having a power in a game that kind of breaks the rules. Me too. I, that's like one of my favorite things in the world, especially when. It's not it's like, okay, so Cosmic Encounter is one of my favorite games of all time because of that reason. It gives you this power that breaks the game. Now, that probably breaks the game a little <laughs> yes. too far sometimes. In a silly way. Yeah, yeah, in a goofy, silly way. And so that's kind of an extreme case. But so th- this is kind of a way in a Euro game that it gives me that feeling where I'm kind of breaking the rules and doing something outside the normal. And that just feels cool. Breaking rules is always really awesome to do in life. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just It gives you that rush. And so this is kind of a way that... It always speaks to me in that way when you can break a rule or get a benefit or a power. Um, So you start the game with a very souped up already game-breaking power, kind of like in Marco Polo. And you can collect up to three more of those game-breaking cards throughout the game. Every professor you collect gives you a power. Every student you accumulate gives you a benefit. Every milestone you reach on this research track thing gives you another benefit. Um, Some people get a little upset, though, about games like this where you have powers that others, like, don't. And I can understand yeah. that. Your power is so awesome and I'll never have access to it. This game doesn't work that way. So we all, other than the starting card you get, that's the only card in the entire game that I will get that your opponent does not have access to. Every other power, like the students and the professors, there's one for each of you. So if I get to a spot before you to get this one professor, there's still a, that same professor for you to get later if you want to. Same with all the students that you can get that give you powers. There's So if we play a three-player game, there'd be three of each. So we could all get one. So I, I like that. So it doesn't feel imbalanced in that way, where it could otherwise, if someone has this really crazy good you know, uh, string together power of cards that I'll just never get and you just lucked into it. It doesn't happen that way. This is There's no randomness in that way. The variability is really high. 
Now, the students are the same in every game, but the professors and chancellors are taken from a pool, and it will keep the game replayable for a while, I think. So I think, but honestly, you could probably play the game with the same set of stuff multiple times, and I don't think it would feel samey, because the game is really difficult to grok. Grok. Yeah, grokas to cockas. In a two-player game, there's a dummy player, which originally I was really upset by. Yeah, I, don't I saw that, that, and I didn't know that before I bought it, and then I got it, and I was reading the rules, and I was like, no. Mm-hmm. It just never works really. So I, I tend to just hate that. But however, in this one, it really wasn't that bad, as mostly it just serves to block action spaces just on the board. And, and yeah. the cool thing about this is it's a worker placement game, but it's got that key flower mechanism where you can't really block the space so if I go to a spot with a worker, you can go there if you put two workers down. Okay. And then the next person go there if they put three workers down. Now, I think that's capped at Keyflower. It's one, two, and three. Yeah. But in this game, if you have, if the next the fourth player has four, they can spend four. It's always one more than the highest number of meeples that is on that space. Um, so you can never really get blocked. So really, all that dummy player is doing is just kind of bumming you out a little bit, which is just simulating the, you know, the more players kind of thing. So I did not find the dummy player to be a detriment at all. I, I thought it was okay. Natalie might have a different opinion. Um, okay, so things I didn't like. Natalie hated it, okay? And I can see why. No, no, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not trying to be funny. I can see why you did not have a good play. Her play was very challenging. She felt very stymied the entire play. I'm going to let you talk. I'm going to okay. let you talk. All right. <laughs> and had that happened to me, the way it happened to her, I think I would have felt just as upset, and I might have, I might have a different reaction than I'm having right now. I don't know if I lucked into a good play or if she lucked into a bad one, but the fact that it happened to her was enough to give me pause about just heaping nothing but praise on it, which is what I want to do. And so I also spoke with Sam from the McMeeples Instagram account, and he has been looking forward to this game for a long time. He has been, yeah. Yeah, he found out that we got it, and he was really excited to hear this, and so he played it right after we did, and the same exact thing happened to him. He was the Natalie role, so... I'm just going to say it. I, I won by like 40 points. Mm-hmm. Okay. And Michaela kicked Sam's butt, and Michaela, right? Same thing it was the them. exact, almost the, we almost had identical scores. I was in the 90s. Michaela was in the 90s. Natalie was in like the 50s, 50s. or 60s. And so yeah, was, was Sam. 50s, mm-hmm. yeah. And so, and he, and I asked him like, what'd you, what'd you think? He's like, well, Michaela was just killing it. But me, he's like, I made a couple mistakes early on and I felt like I was doomed. Out. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, huh. Okay. So it's going to take another play or two to see if that keeps happening or if this is just such a hard game that your first play is easy to go that way so now we only played this one time so take that for what it's worth um i think uh personally i had a ton of fun with this game because you know things kind of worked out in my favor i felt like i needed to do something i took i took action i enacted the plan i got what i needed and i got it done and i felt like that didn't wasn't able to happen as much with natalie overall i enjoyed it and i would love to play it more but i want to hear natalie what you thought well, like Ryan said, <laughs> I want to hear too. <laughs> I had a rough play. It was it was tough. Um, I did get very frustrated. Well, wait, was it rough or tough? It was rough both. and tough. Oh my gosh, rough it and tough. It was tough, and it was like rough, like like I no lubricant, to, like Whoa. throw something. <laughs> yeah, man, like the game. Did you want to just leave? Yeah. Was there a point in the game where you were just like? I just want to well, stop. I can I see think, it on her face. I think Ryan was like, "Do you want to just stop?" And I was like, "No." It wasn't so bad that I was like get this game out of my face or anything plus it's one of those things but, where you almost feel worse like if because you probably did want to stop but if you actually stop you're probably like god I want, like, yeah i, I, I mean, don't do what that. a baby I yeah, yeah. Like, I shouldn't yeah. Do that. but i 
okay, so I kept getting, I kept felt feeling like I couldn't do anything that I wanted to do because I was being blocked. Because like Ryan said, there was this dummy player. And so I f- felt like every time I'd gather enough books to do something, the dummy player is in that spot Freaking or dummy. Ryan took that Stupid spot. Dummy. And like Ryan said, <laughs> hey, I dummy. could go there and put two meeples on that spot to take that same action. But the problem was I only had four meeples. And so to me, and maybe this was a mistake, you know, I'm not sure, but maybe I should have just like done that to get myself in a better position. Yeah, but it seemed But it also felt like, yeah, to have a whole, out of four turns, to have a whole turn less than you seemed like I was, that wasn't worth it to me. Yeah. So then, you know, I only had enough stuff to do this one thing that I couldn't do. So then I don't want to waste my turns. So I would just do, use it for something else. And now those resources are gone. Right. Now those resources are gone and now I can't, it's going to take me too long or it just never worked out that I got to go back and do that thing that I was like building up and planning to do. Yes. Ryan was getting like professor after professor and what he didn't really like say in the, in the description of the game was when somebody gets a professor first, they kind of set the price. And of course he sets the price at the books that he can get easier. And so then I have to pay the books that he set the price at those colors. And so those are harder for me to get because of course he's going to pay, you know, um, like the most books. With yeah. Real quick. Can I, can I speak to that real yeah, quick? Yeah. yeah. So what she's talking about is when you, when you recruit a professor in the game, you have a color of book that is inherent to you. So I'm the black player. So the black books are my books and they're easiest for me to get. <clears throat> Natalie was the green player. The green books were right. easiest for her to easiest get. The dummy player the was the red player. Yeah. They were, you know, so you have to get everyone else's color books to get these professors and stuff. And so you're, you're going to your opponents and purchasing books from them. And it costs money. And you have to pay that money to them. Right. So then when you go to recruit a professor, the professor will say, it'll say, okay, this costs three of one color book, two of another color, and one of another color. And so when I go take the professor, I'm going to put three books of black because it's easiest for me and it's going to be hardest for my opponents sure. to do that. Right. And, and not only is it going to be harder for me, <clears throat> I'm going to have to pay him money. Like if he, if I need four books, there's a spot that you can get books that is not paying your opponent, but it is so much cheaper and more efficient to just pay your opponent because you can like get like you know pay all this money to get like one book and and you you, you get victory points potentially too yeah right yeah yeah exactly but if you pay your opponent you can get you can get like pay a cheaper amount to get more books and get victory points you know so you're like helping them but you're also kind of helping yourself too um anyway so that happened a lot where I couldn't like really afford the professor. So he's racking up all these professors. I wasn't getting any. The professors also have points. And on top guy. of points, they yeah. give you benefits. Professor. Um, and then, you know, there was that track on the side too where I felt like, okay, well, he's got me there, but I'm kind of like moving up this track at a good pace, still behind the stupid dummy player. But I was were. like ahead of Ryan. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he, he was just like, everything was like... Clicking. Yeah, clicking for clicking. you. Because all of a sudden, <clears throat> yeah. he passes me on this track. He's getting all these professors. He's getting all these students. I'm a popular dude. I, you know, students, and for me, oh, I'm, I'm like, women. I look at my you. stuff, <laughs> and I'm like, I got nothing here. And I don't really know what to do. And so then, so first, I'm getting frustrated because I'm like, I feel like anywhere I want to go, I can't go because um, it's blocked. Also, you know, it's better for me to, like, pay you to get, you know, your books and stuff. 
but at the moment you know i'm like he's just killing it and now i'm just gonna give him more money i don't want to do that <laughs> you know so i had that that feeling like oh that's aggravating and the only She's thing mad. that i was doing well was i had this card that i think it was my beginning power that basically like doubled my income yeah those powers are phase. very strong and so i had a lot of i had a lot of money all the time because alma mater this income, is alma mater yeah alma mater because i had income um nourishing mother <laughs> double the amount of income but that was bad for me yeah. i think in the end because i never went to the spot where you get money on the board because yep. i always had plenty of money and, and that that's spot, the spot is where you go first yeah is that the spot that's how you get first player so i was never first player yeah, I so i couldn't get the spots game. i wanted yeah. first because i had to go to that spot but i that would be like a waste of my four actions sure. because I have plenty of money. And you can get more workers. There's three different ways yeah. to get more workers. One is just crossing a point threshold. One of them is acquiring enough students. And one of them is acquiring a certain um, chancellor card by just triggering and triggering it. So there are there are ways yeah. to get additional workers. Right. And I think I only got my I got one additional one. But like I think at the you're end. right. I think one of the things that hurt you the most that we didn't realize until the toward mm-hmm. the end was I was going first every round. Yeah. And a lot of those rounds, I would go the exact spot and she'd be like, God damn it. Right. If it wasn't me there, the dummy player was there. Because the dummy player puts his pawns out before we even do anything. Right. So there's three spots on the board already taken up and then I get to go first. Right. So she's going essentially last every single turn. Yeah. And I think that's, I think honestly, that's one of the biggest things that right. hurt you. So yeah, I was, I was a little bit bummed about the end of that it. play and, and I wasn't sure what i did wrong you know a lot of plays you're like oh man like i see what ryan did and that's what i should have done so next time i'm gonna do that but Mm -hmm. this he was like i was like i don't know what i could have done better i don't really know why i was doing so bad yeah it's a bad feeling and so yeah but having said all that still i do want to give a couple days removed yeah Yeah. i do want to give it another chance like if if that exact thing happens again i might be done with that game but i also want to be like maybe that was a fluke sure maybe that was a learning game maybe i didn't really like get it it just sucks that's a good mentality down that was it was it two hours about two hours two yeah it wasn't that long yeah it wasn't but still two 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 hours when you're getting your butt kicked feels like it's an eternity and you you know you're gonna lose you know that you're struggling you know that every turn you make every every spot you make or choice that you do it's just it's just like oh right it's just a bummer like why and like, even, i'm just chasing and then it kills you know, your desire chasing. to want yeah. to try it again. yeah yeah it's like i remember my sh- shit experience from the last yeah time. Right. and then and you then, don't you go, go ahead it was okay um and then i remember too i got a lot of in-game points and yeah. so i was like ahead of you probably about like 20 points right. on the track and so i remember i was like calculating how many points you probably had in professor cars and all that stuff and i thought like oh, I'm still you're definitely good. ahead of me but at least like I'm making up for a lot of that here. And so you're not going to like kill me. And then at the very he end, he just up. shot up and caught up to me. And then like obviously the had spread. all of mm-hmm. the end game stuff. And so that's when the 40 point spread, you know, revealed itself. I was yeah. kind of like, oh, I will say that. I will like, say I beat me by, like, by 40 points, points. I probably wouldn't have felt but as bad. It didn't feel to me like I was like curb stomping you or anything like that. You know what I mean? It didn't feel like I was just like, oh, sh- this isn't even fun. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It wasn't anything yeah. like that. It was just kind of like, oh, I won by a lot. <laughs> yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, yeah. I felt how you were feeling because I've been there a million times. <laughs> right. Um, and you know, the we've all been just, there. Yeah. You just want yeah. to get up and run the hell away and never play it again and throw it in the fire. Yeah. And what's fun is I've, I, you know, I talked to both of you guys and it's so weird. We've all been this thing where, so if you're winning and you're enjoying a game and you're loving it so much, you're like, 
you want to just be like, oh my God, this is so fun. And then (laughs) you look across the table and the person you're playing against is having a fucking miserable time. (laughs) And it's like, okay, well, I can't show that much enjoyment because then it's going to look like I'm a jerk and I'm rubbing it in. And then if you're grumpy gamer, you're like, well, I see that this person's having some fun. I don't want to bring it down for, it's just like, it's almost like you can't control the grumpiness yeah. sometimes yeah. like you're like i don't want to ruin your play but my play is so bad i'm like fume like there's like yeah. right. black stink lines coming out and you off. don't just want to like throw off or just like right. just do stupid stuff because you still yeah. want to try yeah. to play the game it ruins it yeah. even more yeah. it's a so, hard right. situation or like mm-hmm. yeah like you kind of think like <laughs> okay that sucked maybe i'll just move on and recover from it and then you know you go so i'm like doing all this stuff and then you're like i'm going to go here where i was going to go on my next turn yeah. and i'm like god Damn it! <laughs> yeah, and that was the tenth time it happened, right. and it's just like that's it. Can't hold it. There in. was one move toward the end. I was like, I'm gonna pass her on this track right now. And she just yelled at me a little bit before for taking her spot. Do I do I do yeah, something I was else? Like, I don't know what to do here. Yeah. Do I, like, but then I would be do like, I ease up. Do I ease up? She'd want me to do I the would. best move. I yeah. would. I because you've tried. You're like, I'll just go here, and I was like, no. I was like, play how you would play. I don't want you to like give me any pity moves so i got in her face anything. and i was like in yeah. your face <laughs> in your face yeah alma mater i do want to play like i i'm I excited like because it. the designers are amazing i don't know i wonder if one of that that crew is the artist because the art looks like coimbra it's definitely the same yeah, art it's, it's even the same universe because similar. they use there's some the art people, on the cards right yeah, people art on the cards and in, in coimbra that is and I don't want to say it's a cop out, but it's literally the exact image. I wonder it if in, on some of the cards. I wonder oh. if in Coimbra yeah. those the people that you're recruiting are like in the edu- like are they educators or are they in Yeah, I don't know. Scholars I, I, in yeah. Coimbra. Yeah, to me, like, yeah. and, and I watched the Rado review and he mentioned the same thing. He was like, To me it's just like, hey, it's in the same universe. That's cool. And that's how I felt. I'm yeah. like, I don't care. What do I care? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was sweet well, though. Yeah. Um what do you think compared to Coimbra? Obviously, I think Coimbra's well. Way let better, me tell you, this. Coimbra's awesome. Coimbra. Let me yeah. tell you this. I've had some plays of Coimbra, yeah, that are like frustrated. your that, that mm-hmm. kind of happened like your yep, play of this, right. and I think this might speak about your feelings because with me, <clears throat> when I did that terribly, I was like, let's play again right now. Mm-hmm. I need to. Not beat you, yeah. but I need to like feel, feel like better about myself. Play. We played that game three times in a row. You remember that yep, coin bro? <laughs> Until I finally, I was like, okay, I finally had a good play. I feel not so terrible. You about see the myself. light of the game, yeah. yeah. And I feel like yeah. maybe you're not feeling that way about alma mater. You're more just like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Go away from no, me. No, I agree with you. I fi- I bet you it is a very similar feeling that you have with Coimbra. I remember that. You had like a bad play, then we played again, you had a bad play, and then we played again, and you had a great play. And you were kind of like, all right, I see the good. Yeah, because to me it was like, okay, it's one of Jeff's favorite games. It's one of your favorite games. I was like, I know I love that first play we had, I loved it. Yeah. So I'm like, I know there's something in here for me. Yeah. But so for for me personally, I think I, I think I like Alma Mater a little better. And I think the reason is because of what I talked about at the beginning, why I loved it so much with all those power. Everything you do gives you a power. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everything you get gives you something. And for some reason, and this is just for me personally, Coimbra is hard for me to wrap my head around it. Jeff, I've played this game with Coinbra with Jeff a couple times and with Natalie a couple times, and you guys just seem to kind of understand what to do. Yeah. You kind of just get it, right? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't, and it's hard work. And yeah. all the matter this first play, I kind of felt like, okay, I know, I kind of I kind of feel like I know and understand how to do it. And so that kind of pushes over for me. I don't know how it would be. I would wager to guess, Jeff, that you would probably at the end of it say you like Coinbra better. That's just my, okay. that's I just my so guess. Too. And now that you're saying that, I do kind of feel that way, like, Coimbra, I get it. This one, I just didn't get it. Yeah. Like, I don't really get what to do 
to do well. And so when I started to not do well, I was like, I'm not sure right. how to handle this. I'm not sure what to do next. I'm not sure how to recover. And you were just like, bam, 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 bam. Yeah, I was wham, bam, <laughs> thank you, bam. So that is Alma Mater, oh, alma mater. by the, what did I say the design team was called? A- uh, Quasimodo? Akio Taka. Akitoka. Akitaka. The Hunchback of Notre Dame? A-C-C-H-I-T-T-O-C-C-A. I wonder Akitaka. if, did, we, did I ask, is that a word or is that like? It's a word. Okay. Well, I mean, oh, you, oh, I, oh, I have yeah, no idea. I didn't know if they just no took letters from their names, yeah, like in sync or something. So. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, Flaminio Brasili. That's not in there anywhere. Okay. All right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, we could figure it out at some point. But that's what the design team is called, which is kind of cool. Yeah. That is Alma Mater. Jeff, what do you got for us, my man? I've played a new game also. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Is it Alma Mater? It's Alma Mater. I kind of want to hear you. So redo this game is setup. by a group of team called Akarotiri. <laughs> That's a good game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. No, this game is called <laughs> Mariposas. Why don't you marry it? And the last thing Mariposas I wrote on my mean? script for today is Mariposas means butterfly in Spanish. <laughs> okay, Mariposas. And that's all you got to say about that. Mariposa. So, the designer it's Mariposa, of... not Mariposa. <laughs> the designer of Mariposas is Elizabeth Hargrave. Oh, yeah. Of Her Wingspan fame. design, I think. Yeah, of Wingspan fame. And so this... This game had a lot of hype because of Wingspan. So you make a game like Wingspan that is massively popular. People know who you are. You're screwed People are looking forward to your next thing. (laughs) So what did did Elizabeth Hargrave (laughs) come up with? Tussie Mussie. And then she said, I'm going to make a bigger box game called Mariposas. And because I like butterflies. Yep. Any kind of winged creature. Yeah. I think Elizabeth Hargrave has the. Yeah. I wonder if the next like going to be bats. Yeah. Or dragons. Dragon. Dragon. Flying ants. Yeah. Yeah. So this is another like environmentally conscious game, like true to. So what's cool about Wingspan is you have all these birds and you read about like, oh, the sand crane is native to, you know, you have all these. Must be that voice too. Yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah, that's how you read (laughs) things. So (laughs) in Mariposas, players are controlling butterflies as they make their way through North America. So this is apparently true. I read it in the rule book. Uh, (laughs) uh, There are millions of monarch butterflies that hatch in Mexico and make this trip through North America and reproduce and then come back to Mexico yeah. before the end of the year. Right. And apparently no butterfly makes that full round trip. So it's as like they reproduce, new, yeah. So they just like fly around North America and Bang they go back to Mexico. Yeah. So the game is played over three seasons, spring, summer, and fall. And what you do is you are controlling these butterflies. So you play a card on your turn that dictates how many butterflies can move and how many spaces that these butterflies can move throughout the board. So the board is gorgeous and it's full of a bunch of different hexes and you are moving throughout. And as you move and land on different hexes, you are picking up flowers and you're using the flowers to reproduce. You can land on spaces to get life cycle cards and... After the round is over, each round has its own specific scoring card, which there is a bunch of them. There's about six or seven for each season. So you shuffle those up and you put those out. At the end of the I round, like that. yeah, that's one of my favorite parts of the those game. Those kind of variability things like that are, are really good for replayability. Yes. Yeah. Because if it all is all the same, it's like, well, why wouldn't I do the same thing every single time? Right. So at the end of the round, you score those individual um, scoring goals. And at the end of the game, so you go through the next season, next season, at the end of the game, you're going to get a lot of points for getting your butterflies back to Mexico. And you score for that. You also score the end of the game um, card as well, the fall season card. And 
that's that's how like simple the game is. The game is very, you know, there, there's a little bit of things about how you reproduce and how you collect flowers and that kind of stuff. I know that, how to reproduce. Yeah. I didn't even need those rules. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I read the book. And I know how to do it. Yeah. I have three kids. <laughs> <laughs> Reproducing for dummies. Let me yeah. take the reproduction action. There, let's go. Dead has got this. <laughs> so, um, it, yeah, it's a very simple concept and... But with a simple concept, I think comes a little more <clears throat> thinking and strategy than I th- thought initially. Mm-hmm. When I first went into it of just, all right, well, let me just fly these butterflies around and and I'll be fine. They'll get back. And then I'm like, well, maybe they won't. Uh, so I've played this a couple times and my first play is going to be similar to what Ryan's going to say. Um, so we'll move from a game that Natalie hated to a game that Ryan hated. <laughs> This, this episode has everything. Man, it has everything. Oh, dear listeners. I guess I have to hate the next game. Yeah. <laughs> so let me start with some things I really liked. I, I think the artwork is is beautiful. Oh, yes. So as that art doesn't even, itself. That does not put it into yeah. the pro- You have to see this box. Yeah. The either. box, the board, oh. the cards. Oh. It's just, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it's like the board has dear this me. just, you know, beautiful colors of like this red, orange, green, I don't, I don't even know how to describe it. On this matte black board that even, has like... Even the font they use to write yeah. spring, yeah. summer. like that The is scoring so track cool. has right. this nice like wave to it. Yeah, you can just look at it. You could hang the thing on the wall. If you don't like it, you could buy it and hang it on the wall. I might. And <laughs> I, might. Um, I really love the, like Ryan said, the variability in the scorings that the cards are different every single time because I would just play the game the same and, and I wouldn't play it ever again. But like, if it was just the same. But yeah. with di- these different scoring things, I can now plan for maybe the next season instead of this first season. I liked uh, that. I liked it a lot more my second play. So my first Good. play, I felt like I didn't really know what to do with these butterflies. Do I, do I send them on these goals that I need to do for this round? Or do I hang some back because I know I need to get some of these butterflies back to Mexico before the end of the game. So do I sacrifice some of them? Do I just send them all and get all these points during the game and then just bail on the end game scoring? Or do I do the opposite? Do I just hang them all around really close and not get any points of the game but try to get them all back? Mm -hmm. I liked that balance the second time. The first time I felt like, how the hell am I going to do this? How how is it possible for me to score in everything every single season and then get these butterflies back when sometimes my cards are only... Move one, move one, right. move one. And it's like, what do I do to combat that feeling? And I felt like that the first game. And the second game, I, having known that feeling, I went into it with a little more strategy, knowing that, all right, I might pick a card that isn't going to be what I need it to be to play, but I'm going to hang this butterfly back. He's going to be my fail safe or she's going to be my fail safe. Just in case if I get crappy cards, you need both that's going to be my one. It's got to be a he and a she. So. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Anyone's cool. So I liked that a lot. Things I didn't like, I didn't love the, the, so there's only about, there's a stack of about 30 cards that you're drawing from to put in your hand. There's only about five different ones. I think that an easy expansion or add-on would be to just make cards different. So have a different yeah, set options. of cards. Yeah. So maybe I can move four butterflies but one can do what's on the spot or something like you know just just change up the cards a little bit so i can see more because you know with only six i guess there is a predictability in what i might get but i didn't love that for how beautiful the game is sometimes your butterflies get lost on the board and what you're trying to look at the number you could never see the number of the butterfly to like pick it up and look at it because it's so tiny so things are things are smaller but yeah because your butterflies are similar colors to the spots 
in some spots. It's all kind of bright. So yeah, it's all just bright. So for how beautiful it is, I think there's a little bit of distraction there. Um, I'm looking forward to like a, another play because I know Devin felt the same way that what Ryan's going to say here in a second and me the first time. I felt a lot better the second time about it. So, so yeah, this is again. So feel better the second Yeah, maybe. Hopefully. So this is Mariposas again. And yeah, so who should I start with? Should we end with Ryan? Yeah. Let's go yeah. with Natalie. All right, Natalie, what did you think of well, Mariposas? Build us I'm up not, so I can tear us down. Yeah, yeah. I am not like a huge fan of the butterfly theme. This might be like the third butterfly game I've played, and the other two sucked. <laughs> so I had pretty low expectations. You're right. That, yeah, because we played that one at Grand Con. Yeah, that, that one was at Grand just Con not. Was it was not. So good. what do you have? And then Papillon. Oh, you have Papillon. That's going to Mr. Measles. That is a yeah, Mr. Okay. Measles. That, I mean, it has like real cool components, and it's really pretty too. But the I game actually liked the game. The game was just like. Eh. Mrs. Measles likes butterflies. Loves yeah, it. She, she needs loves to buy yeah, mariposas. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And just they hang probably this thing on the wall. Yeah. Need to hang this thing on the yeah. wall. Anyway, right. for sure. So I wasn't really like expecting much. You know, I was like, oh, butterflies, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> butterflies. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually kind of like. So the because my expectations were kind of low, um, it did. It Surpassed I did like them. it better than I thought. Mm-hmm. I didn't have. I mean, I didn't. I won't say I did very well. I don't think I did like great or anything. But I didn't feel what Ryan felt. I didn't feel like. I couldn't do anything. There definitely was like randomness in the cards. Um, yeah, I'd be curious to see what it would be like again because there was, <laughs> there was, please stop. You always you make, like say these comments and I jokes. lose my train of thought and I'm like, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, I, <laughs> that wasn't me. <laughs> wasn't me. It was not. I can vouch for that. It was not. Yeah. <laughs> oh God. Who even knows what I'm saying? Um, yeah, basically, I liked it better than I thought. There was definitely randomness, but didn't affect me a ton. And I feel like if it did, I would have had a worse time. Um, I agree. The art is gorgeous. Gorgeous. Good God. Putting, but the butterflies, the spots that you put it on, that so like the spots all have flowers. And if you land on that spot, you get that type of flower. Well, the butterfly completely covers the spot. And yeah, people can point. go on the same spot as you. And so we were always like picking up the butterflies to see what was under there because you couldn't see it. Yeah. You know, if somebody mm-hmm. wanted to move to that spot. That was um, yeah. The butterflies should just be invisible. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hovering. Um, yeah, they should be flying. Yeah, floating. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and oh, I get why. Actually, stand. Yeah. I'm not saying they should like change that or anything. That was just something to take note yeah. of. Um, no, Elizabeth listens to this, and she's going to take yeah. the highest <laughs> comments to your us. comments. Yeah, <laughs> um, I liked the um, I liked the little spots with those um, tokens. The cities. You, yep. Yeah, you're collecting those. The what cities. They're called like the called oh, yeah, the yeah, wayward yeah. stations called, yeah. or something, right? Where you turn it over and you get like a card and you get points for the cards. I mean, and again, in this particular game, I don't know how it was in your first game. I happened to like go to one side of the board and all like the same color cards or most mm-hmm. of the same color cards were like all along that side of the board, and so it kind of worked out for like Dave and I to yeah. collect those. And I know that that's just how that particular play happened to work out. Um, yeah, that, that's another thing I like because if you collect all the same color of these uh, life cycle cards, there's then a power, which I think is cool. And the powers are also variable. So both Natalie and Dave got to right. take an extra turn at the end of the fall, which was huge. Right. Um, you know, Ryan and I didn't focus on those tokens as much because I was focused on, all right, let me just try to get them. Let me try to get as many butterflies back. That's what I'm going to do. Because yeah. my first game, I didn't. So let me try this. Right. So. And you're right, though. Like, it's it's a lighter game, but it's there's also definitely, like, 
some decisions to be made like do you want to go for those season scoring cards because those aren't that easy like sometimes it's like get all the way up past chicago and you're like how do i get up that far especially if i'm only picking cards that let me move one space and then how do i get back to mexico Mm -hmm. if i'm not picking the cards that are letting me move quickly like i had one uh butterfly that i couldn't get back in time and that would have you know that lost me like five points in the end and i could have been like maybe tied with you guys for first place if that hadn't happened. Yeah. But, um, I mean, I, I don't know if I'd like run out and buy it, but I would definitely play it again. And I thought it was a little, little bit better than good. Night the game will never yeah. enter our house. Again. <laughs> you know, I was like, there's no way we're I'm getting it because yeah. Ryan stopped, but right, go no, ahead. No, I, ha- I, I want to talk about what I liked a lot okay. because the Jeff talked about it, the artwork and this artwork was so, it spoke to me so much that I was just, how many comments did I make about the freaking board? Yeah. Maybe just, Ryan wasn't I paying attention to the rules so much. Maybe that's why I didn't like I it. I would not stop <laughs> well, talking Ryan about the artwork. Ryan did have high expectations of this game going in. I, I wanted to like it so bad. Yeah. Okay, well, hold on. Yeah. So um, <laughs> I, I could not stop gawking at the box, especially the board, the font. Like I talk about this font on the board. Mm-hmm. I'll set against that black, yeah, the you know, black a nice border. Touch. Oh, my God. It was so beautiful. It was really, I thought, uh, I thought the players were really awesome. The Jeff was really good at explaining the rules and just being very accommodating. <laughs> Thanks, man. There was a Natalie that I found to be more fun to look at than even the artwork. Aww. And I fell in love with that component. And then there was a Dave that was also really <laughs> relaxing and encouraging. And I almost oh was as God. fun to look at as Natalie. What I didn't like. Okay. <laughs> before I start like this, before I start this, I want to caveat this. This was my first play. My only play. I finished dead last. Okay. I understand there's a butthurt component to this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I understand that there... I don't personally component. think that that totally colored my opinion or invalidates what I'm about to say next, but I want the listener and the Jeff and Natalie components to to <laughs> take that as into you know as a grain of salt for what I'm about to say next. Okay. Yeah. Well, they have three different opinions here, so they can... For, no, for sure. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, but I mm-hmm. want... You know, I don't want to just rail on a game that you know it's not like i've played this 10 times yeah yeah and jeff even himself said that his second play was infinitely better than his first play right yeah Uh, okay so all that (laughs) jeff uh level preamble out of the way (laughs) (laughs) and and jeff's already hit on this a little bit as much as i gushed about the artwork a second ago the playable surface of the game was too busy um again jeff and Natalie both talked about this it was just difficult for me it was difficult to even tell some some of the flowers apart there was like two or three flowers i was like Oh, I'm gonna go. No, that's not the right flower. Luckily, there's flowers in every space, and it's easy. It was easy enough to be like, okay, well, I just have to go slightly to the left. Just move it over <laughs> move slightly. It over. Yeah. Um, so the, I felt like the actual playable surface was a little, a little bit too busy. Um, it was difficult to tell the different flowers apart. The butterflies got lost on the board. I think Dave mentioned that, and it was almost impossible to tell what number of the butterfly you have. When I was going to program, like, oh, that, oh, that's my two. No, right. he's gonna die anyway. So I'm just gonna. I don't want to care about that one. Oh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, die anyway <laughs> well it wouldn't mate with me so yeah. <laughs> um, um so the randomness is probably my my biggest complaint i will say i don't mind randomness in like a random setup like i love those three those three cards like to me that's like you randomly shuffle those cards you put them out now i know okay i got to deal with these cards yeah. throughout the game and it's cool that you don't just see the summer card when summer starts mostly i would guess you get to see it a few turns probably before the yeah, summer. So you, so you can, can prepare yeah. a little bit or you can try. For me, it was like, well, if I have any hope of getting that card, I have to give up on this card. I can't mm-hmm. get this card and then do that card. Mm-hmm. So I have to just go for that card, which worked out in the second round. Um, but the type of randomness I don't really like is, so in the setup of this game, you put out all these tokens. You shuffle them, you ran them all up, and you put them out there on the board. 
and you don't get to see them. And so you can't make a plan. So Natalie talked about these cards that you get, that if you get them, you get a point for each of them. And if you manage to complete a set, you also get a, an ability. Mm-hmm. And so me and Jeff spent our time like on the one side of the board. Natalie and Dave spent their time on the other side of the board. And these, there's, how many of those are there? 16 or 18 yeah, of these? Yeah, something like that. There's 12. The exact ones, the, the first four that were flipped over were all the blue ones. Yeah. There's a Jeff three flipped sets. over two, and oh. his were the crappy ones that didn't do anything. So he didn't get any cards. Dave's got all of a sudden three cards now that he needs for to complete that set. And so right off the bat, just on the luck of the having them upside down, mm-hmm. it's just you're already Dave's already at, a, at an advantage that Jeff and I aren't. And so it's like for me, I was like, well, I'm not going for. That's why I decided not to go for those. Yeah. I, I was Dave, like, well, I can't go for those. You tied, right? <laughs> yeah, but I, but I won a tiebreaker. Yeah. Yeah, so if those tokens had started face up, I think that fixes it completely for me. Because now at least we all have the exact same chance to go for them. And if Dave decides to go for those cards and I don't, then it's on me. It's not on just the tokens being randomly decided. Yeah, I wonder what the reasoning is why they're face down. Because they don't need to be I'm surprised at that too. I don't know know why you would do that. It's not like you get to get it. Like everyone else can get it after it's face up. It's almost like a disadvantage for the first person who has to go out of their way and guess. It is a disadvantage yeah. for the first person. Because everyone else gets to be like, okay, that okay, well, yeah, I'll let I'll let Jeff go to that one. Jeff flips over, it's nothing. Dave's now like, I don't have to go that way. Now I'll go this way. And I'll, oh, there it is. It happens yeah. to be there. Now I get that stuff. Well, it is never nothing, but it it can be just not what you want. Well, well, right, it's not right. one of those cards to go for a set, which right. doesn't give you a victory point and it doesn't give you anything to get a power at the end of the afterward. Yeah. So Natalie and Dave just got these things, and now they get four points for those cards, and they get an additional, an additional turn at, the, turn end. at mm-hmm. the end of the game. So that, I didn't like that. That felt bad. I, I, I didn't understand why we couldn't just flip them face up. Well, if like you're never going to play this game again, but if <laughs> somehow we like force you to play this game, we can just try it that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah just, that, I, more I, open I just more I'm kind of surprised. I'm like, I wonder why they didn't. Yeah. It just seems to me like a logical. Maybe I should also double check the rules. Away but the, pretty, yeah. No, no, you're right. Because I, <laughs> yeah. I, after I, sure I wrote right. all, I wrote everything down, and I was like, I want to make sure I'm not wrong here i checked a couple reviews and the setup was exactly like you, okay. you did you did everything right. perfectly um <laughs> the other thing was and again I'm, I'm sure part of this is because of it was my first play i got <laughs> at the end of the last round of the game and maybe this isn't how it always goes but this is how it was for all four of us on the last round of this play the entire last round was literally just run back to the start mm-hmm. that was it and so to me that felt really uninteresting I was honestly just like, okay, I got to get these butterflies back. I got to pull these five move cards. And so my entire six, you get six turns in the last round. My entire six turns, and, and part of this might have been because our last card didn't have any victory point conditions. It was literally just, well, I mean, you get a point for having three flowers, but the other one was not a victory point condition. Yeah. It was just to like, upgrade. if you bang to the east of Houston, you get a double yeah. butterfly. I can say that one. That was not like that in my first play where the fall, the last scoring card, what Devin and I did is we, and this might help you, like we flew a couple back and then if the cards we didn't need to move these butterflies back, we could move other butterflies on the board to then score endgame stuff. So it was like, I didn't Mm -hmm. feel like I was just running everything back. I needed to because it was important, but I also could move these flowers east of atlanta and then yeah. i would get points for that too that so was, I, it was just oh, a, so the so yours the the summer was no fall did have end game yeah absolutely like, that like that might have been the only one that didn't have some 
some direction for the other butterflies. So maybe that's it. But that sucked because um, yeah. literally we were all four of us were just running back. Yeah. And because of the randomness of the cards, the way those came out, all three of them got to come back with multiple butterflies and I didn't. You How know? many did you go back with um, compared to the second game? Um, I think I either two or three the first game and four the second game. So I had one more butterfly. Okay. Yeah. So I, I think felt, I got three back. Yeah. I think you got three. I felt like the last round was just for me personally was just okay play a card is it five it is okay boom draw a card it's three. Oh, i got two that are three okay i'll turn them in get mm-hmm. more one. Oh, one's four crap i need five yeah. and then it's like all right well i can't get That's back that. i was on the yeah. last possible space and yes yeah, I, I okay i didn't feel like there's a lot of games where you play and you lose and you're like oh i shouldn't have done this that was a mistake yeah and mm-hmm. i'm sure i made a mistake somewhere that i didn't realize but i never i didn't feel like Oh, I shouldn't have spent that last turn going to this space way up north because I had to do that to get that scorecard. You know, I didn't feel like, oh, I shouldn't have done that. That's why I didn't get back. I just kind of felt like I just if I get the card, because if I had gotten the five card instead of the four card randomly, then I get 10 extra points. Wow. And all of a sudden now I'm not dead last. Now I'm like right behind the leaders. Right. And I didn't get that. So now I'm in dead right, last by random. by like five or six points. Right. Yeah. And it just it felt really bad and i didn't like that and i didn't felt like it wasn't your it was out of your control yeah it felt like everything i was doing in the game was to get that second that second scorecard which i did really well i got like 11 or 12 points out of that yeah yeah Yeah. and i did so i did really well there and then but now i'm in a position where it's like well i can't really there's nothing else i can do Mm -hmm. so how do i what do i do i just have to run back i just run home and i couldn't run home and so it was like almost like doing that i felt like was kind of it hurt me yeah, I totally you know? get that. It's it's different if it's like a just like a game that's full of randomness, but this isn't a game like that. You know, you are spending the entire game, you know, moving around, strategizing, planning, and then this random component just like s- stops you in the end. You know, that yeah. would be frustrating. Yeah, it was fr- it was frustrating. You're, you just felt like, damn, I didn't really I don't feel like I didn't I felt like the draw of the cards, you only get two cards. Mm-hmm. I felt like that I was like, well, I either get a 4, if I get a 4, I can't do it. If I get a 5, I can. And I was kind of, it wasn't exciting, you know, I was just kind of like, even if I get it, I'm like, well, I just lucked into it. Mm-hmm. I just luckily get the card I need instead of, I didn't plan, I, w- I didn't feel like, oh, I'm making this plan, I'm going to be able to do that and do this. It was just like, I draw a card, can I do that? No. Okay, next turn, can I do it? Yes. Can I do it? No. You know what I mean? The last round. Yeah. That's how the last round felt for me. I, th- your thoughts are, are very similar to my thoughts after the first play. Well, and that's heartening. Yeah, and I, yeah, so... Again, not that I'm making you play it ever, but I did I did feel like I was planning more in this second game because in the first game, I, I felt like you did where it's like, all right, I know what the goal is this round. Let me rush to do all of that. Yeah. Now I know what the goal in the second round is. Let me rush to do that. Yeah. Now I know what the goal. So instead this round, I, you know, I could have reproduced a bunch of butterflies in the second round, but I didn't because I knew we were going to get a bonus in the third round. So it was like I was sitting there with no four butterflies on the board. And I was like, well, let me just take my first turn multiplying. Now I get double. But, you know, I. Yep. So I tried to think more about the next round a little bit, um, which then tried to help me. But again, locking into cards to get some of my butterflies back. Um, That's a good point. I wonder if if you played it again, if knowing what you knew. I feel like doing that, I would have had to say to myself, "Okay, I'm not going to go for I'm not going to try to shoot my load here on this on this middle card because that put me in the position where i was in for the last yeah. round yeah yeah maybe but it's just like, like one of the goals the end of the round, like like 
put yourself in a position. But even more than that, I felt end. like I was so behind because of you guys had those all those extra cards and those extra powers and that extra turn mm-hmm. and that I had no hope of doing. If I was going to get that middle card, again, I can't go for the cities. I can't stop. Because you only have five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, what, 14 or 15 turns total? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's really tight. You don't yeah. have time to just kind of be like, I'll go to this city over here and see what's under there. And I'll go. You kind of have to just go. Yeah. And if you get them, you get them. And if you don't, you don't. Yeah. And, and they got, you guys got them. Right. And me and Jeff didn't get them. Yeah. Jeff uh, tied or won the game. So I'm not mm-hmm. saying that. It just, to me, it felt like, well, I can't do that. Now I'm, all, now I'm not, I can't get my butterfly back. I don't have any cards. Yeah. I don't have any, I have nothing. Yeah. And it right. just felt really bad and I didn't like it. So I think to, <laughs> to sum it up, Mariposas again. <laughs> It went in with big hype because of Elizabeth Hargrave. It fell short of Wingspan, which... Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. How many games fall it, short of it Wingspan? Couldn't. A lot of them. Yep. It wasn't going to be Thousands of games good. fall short of Wingspan but let me every tell you single this. year. Let me tell you this. I, for me personally, I am not... I wasn't expecting it to be Wingspan. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. I was hoping to love it. I did not. Yeah. I, I, di- I didn't like it, honestly. I, but I, I'm not, I think there's people that are just like, well, it's not Wingspan. I don't sure. expect yeah, it to be wingspan. Yeah, don't be like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? At all. I just was hoping for it to be something different. So yeah, if you can check it out on Tabletop Simulator, I don't know if it's on there, or go to a board game cafe and play it or Yeah. It's getting a lot of own. a lot of good stuff. I yeah, I, I'm in the minority here. Jeff, Dave, and Natalie all had a good time. Mm-hmm. I did not. You know, so if twenty five percent of the people don't like it, that's pretty good for Mariposas. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Check it out. Let's get this hate train going, <laughs> shall we? Out. Let's move on to a game called Sonora. <laughs> yeah. Shake, when I shake, bought shake Alma Mater and Tekenu, I did what every responsible Cool Stuff Inc. purchaser does. Yep. I added on games until I got to $100 so I could get free <laughs> shipping. Absolutely. Does it matter that the game I added on was more than the shipping would have been? Mm-mm. Hell no. I invested that shipping <laughs> yeah. money into a new game, damn it. Plus, it's yeah, a tax write-off because of the show. <laughs> so Sonora was the lucky target of this show's fraud, and in, in it came, and on the table it went. Oh, Sonora is the first did you guys know this the first flick and write game in existence apparently pandasaurus published by pandasaurus yeah exactly (laughs) this game looked so good sounded so good you flick the number discs onto a board whichever zone the discs land in you take actions on your dry erase board that correspond to the discs that you flicked each zone represents its own little mini game so i get to flick discs like crokinole Yes. Where I flick them determines what how many actions I get to do in this mini game. Yes. Doesn't that sound like the best thing ever? It does. That sounds so awesome. So the flicking part was really boring for personally. <laughs> I found the flicking boring. I, the board was just a little too small. It was too easy to kind of do whatever the heck you wanted to. I mean, it was off very often we'd flick it into the center. Now, we're all experienced crokinolers, but still, <laughs> yeah. it was very easy. often you could get it I would have the loved a crokinole size yeah. board. Oh, yeah. yeah it was just and bigger too discs. E- and it was just like, uh, I guess I want to go over there. It was so easy to flick it where you wanted it to go. Yeah. So mm-hmm. easy. Yeah. The hard thing, not for Jeff, was to get it on those little <laughs> multipliers. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like Jeff yeah. was like, Boop. I'm not sure I got any on a multiplier. <laughs> Unless it was an accident, it was easy. right? So, so it on the multiplier. Just tap but it's <laughs> also complete chaos because when there's four of you, you each have five discs. You're gonna your stuff's gonna get screwed over. Yeah. So you just kind of flick them and then hope that stuff. So I found the flicking part really subpar. No. Above par, what? What's the worst one? Subpar. Subpar, but is yeah. it subpar like subpar is good better? in golf? But when you talk about everything other else, okay, oh, yeah. I found it subpar. Yeah. yeah. Now usually par is like good. Yeah, par is good. Is like below, below par is. But when you right. get subpar in golf, yeah. it's like a birdie. That's good. Yeah. Okay. But anyway, yeah. subpar. We're a bunch of five head smarties here. <laughs> 
Um, the Five. art, okay, the art is the worst offender, though. Remember what we talked about a few <sighs> minutes ago, Mariposas, how yeah. the art kind of like hurt the play a bit, like, you know, how to play a little yes. bit because you're everything's blending. The art in this was 10 times worse than that, okay? It made you feel like you had no idea what zone of the board corresponded to the zone on your sheet. It was really distracting and kind of sapped your immersion like an ad in the middle of porn. The color palette, <laughs> <laughs> the color palette and graphic design choices were really poorly thought out. They were two of the zones were like the same color. It was like just orange like and yellow, reversed. and the other one was yellow and orange. Yellow and orange, right. yeah. And then like dark purple and light. Purple. Even the graphic design was like similar. Like one was like one had paths, the other had like roads. Right. You know, it was like, and they were all, yeah. it was really, and the no owl sense. looked like the wizard, or not the wizard, <laughs> the owl looked like the lizard. Yeah. I was like, yeah. geez, OP. Yeah. So, so that was really <laughs> weird. The flick part of this game for me gets a D as I'm apparently switching to a letter grade system. The right <laughs> phase, though, the W R I T E phase, I think is where the game shines. Yes. Once you finally get through all the crap in the flick phase and understand exactly <laughs> what you're trying to do and where you're trying to play, the right phase is actually pretty fun and interesting. He just really says it how it is. There are, I, hey, this is episode 50. <laughs> yeah. New me. There are four different mini games you're playing, and each of them have a pretty cool mechanism, I thought. Uh, one is just like Roll Through the Ages. You're just trying to fill in your boxes of buildings before everyone else to score points. One's like a combination of a crossword and like a polyomino puzzle thing where you're trying to encircle these different, what, cacti? One sure. of them is like a path where you're traveling down to try to score different points along the way. And the other is like a point-to-point movement one where you're trying to, again, encircle these different objects to get points. It's fun. Yeah. It's fresh. It's cool. Uh, however, for me, the issues in the flicking phase overpower, honestly, any desire for me to want to play this very often. If the flick phase and the artwork were done better, honestly, I think this could have been one of the best blank and rights ever. And I'd want to bring it out to everybody. But the way it is, I just, I don't. I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't even know if I want to hold on to it, to be honest. What do you guys think? I pretty much 100% agree with you. Like, pretty much. The, <laughs> like, agree with the art. That was, that was hard. Miss. There was a, I mean, it big was whiffa. so confusing and so similar. Hey, big whiffa. That, like, I. I got confused even at the end of the game. We've been playing it, you know, four <laughs> rounds. And, I, and I'm like, oh, Agreed. I'm like trying to plan it out. And then I realized that's not even the right board yep. I'm looking at. Like, ah, oh, like that's Again. frustrating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It, there wasn't like a learning curve. It was just like, what, what, what am I? And you had to rotate it every time, which made it even yeah, harder. Right. There wasn't even a learning curve. And, and I mean, it, I didn't think about the flicking until you said it was boring. But now that you say that, I'm like, yeah, you're right. It kind of was kind of stupid. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't go that far. Yeah, but, but you're like, right. I mean, it was, but it was kind of just like, oh, yeah, just do this. It, was, it wasn't like it wasn't that hard. interesting or cool. No, it wasn't hard. It but, wasn't interesting. Um, and then the artwork. It wasn't veiny. I, but, <laughs> oh, my ew. God. <laughs> but but the other point you made was how that the four little games were awesome. I loved those games. Like I think that was so cool, and the whole idea of this thing was so cool. Yeah. And so because of like those games, I like I still am like holding on hope. You know, I'm like oh I just those like carried it, but at the same time, the art like almost gave me a headache trying yeah, to like trying figure to out like what What's is what? this which one is this like looking back and forth between the board and the and and your like scoreboard thing and so i think you like nailed it when you were like if the art oh, was it. different nailed it. you know and then the flicking was a little more interesting this would've been like a slam dunk awesome like totally awesome cuz the four little game thing was really cool, cool. Uh-huh. but they kind of messed up in the other they areas what do you think jeff yeah similar thoughts the I would have loved a slightly bigger board to make the Gotta flicking more fun. More I fun. do think if you're looking at a, a positive of 
the flicking in in contrast to roll and rights. Roll and rights, you have you have literally no control yep. over throwing dice, Random. right? Yeah. So when I'm flicking something, I am better at most people at Crokinole, I would say. Yep. Yeah. So Agreed. I can flick a disc into at least a, a smaller area where I, I know skill. it's going to go. Yeah, you can be more so precise. There, I can actually go, all right, I need to be in this purple zone. I can flick it over there as opposed to I need a purple die and you roll it and you don't get it. Right. So there is some, I like that a little bit. It was almost, But it was too um, easy, don't you think? Yeah, some of it was purple. too easy. Flick it in purple. The... Yeah, the art and the, it was just too, you know, in the orange square or in the orange section of the board, there's a tiny little times two for the yellow section. And it's yeah. like, what am I looking at? Yeah, on this? it was confusing. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I I know they wanted to go with this desert theme. And I think the box cover looks very cool. It does. It I like does. it. But yeah. you could have just made the board a little more usable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's a letdown. Yeah. And I, I, really liked, I liked three of the mini games that the one the dot one the filling in sections kind of that is boring, boring. Yeah, that but boring. the other three were were yeah, fun were. um but yeah there was just some things that i if, if i never played sonora again i would sonora again i would just be like eh, okay yeah yep agreed yeah. and that's a bummer. bummer i was expecting it to be yeah. we played pictures again i was expecting it to, to be that way like yeah. oh yeah it's pictures be so, was awesome it's really fun it's raucous yes. it's in the background of literally every instagram person out there yeah sonora is like really? everywhere yeah so i was like this is gonna be so it. good uh i don't know who cares <laughs> i know <laughs> what i think about it i don't the, like it a lot of people liked it it's two games in a row i don't even really like crap. <laughs> let's talk about what you did like all right here's what i liked <laughs> okay you want to know about this next one that i like i do i do, <laughs> do. me 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 <laughs> all right so this game if i can get back up we played some more hotness Hotness. Hot, hot, hot. We had our very own mad board gamer over yesterday to play this hotness. Board and Dice's new game, Tech Hanu. I have been absolutely hot, hot. loving games by these Italian designers, which is why they were number two on my designers list, if you remember last episode. I this remember. game builds upon the incomprehensible pronunciations of its predecessors, Zoikin the Mayan Calendar, the Fozzie Bear-themed Teo Tawaka Waka, and Tris Majestic that precedes Taiwan Will Sue You. In Tech Hanu, you are Egyptians basking in the light of the mighty obelisk tower. You'll be Erect mighty pillars, erect buildings to spread your influence all over the board, and oh, even God. erect statues in a loving attempt to erect the fearsome Egyptian. God. Ryan's you unkinked hose is managing still unkinked. Your population, right line, happiness, <laughs> and brain cells in this game will attempt to whip you into submission at every turn, and it is delightful. <laughs> Essentially, what you have is a series of action spaces that you will trigger each turn by drafting a die that's surrounding the obelisk. And attached to one of the actions. Well, when you draft the die, you can either use it to gain resources in its color equal to the, the pip value. But that's boring nonsense that makes you feel like a wasteful loser. Uh, yep. What you really want to do is use that die to trigger the action of the god it's attached to. Either way, once you take the die, you place it on your player board in one of the two sides of the scale. That must be balanced by the end of the round or else you could lose points and go further back in turn order for the next round. Uh, you see, every die is placed around the obelisk on into one of these three zones. There's the pure zone, the tainted zone, and the forbidden zone. There's also a fourth friend zone, where if you take a die there, you have to listen to your best <laughs> hot single woman friend's problems about the guy she hates until you lose your turn. That's the worst one. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, you take a die in the purity zone, uh, you place it on the purity side of your scale. If you take one in the tainted zone, it goes on the other side of your scale. And at the end of the round, you subtract the total pips from the tainted side of the tainted side from the total pips of the purity side, right? Yeah, you want it to be balanced. <laughs> and the remainder yeah. is how many spaces away from glory you get to. 
The closest to zero means you are a balanced soul. And just like in real life, first in turn order. Stray too far <laughs> from the light and you will be losing victory points. The way the dice get allocated to which zone, though, depends on which side of the obelisk is lit up. Which, right? Which side of it's lit? Like Lindsay Lohan. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, it's a weird thing. Uh, once each player has selected two dice, the obelisk will rotate, causing the lit up area of the obelisk to change, which then changes which dice are pure, tainted, and forbidden. And the forbidden dice are forbidden, and you just can't take them at all. They just sit there and taunt you like little asshole cubes of jerk. So the <laughs> actions you're taking with those dice are really difficult and tricky to pull off. Most of them allow you to perform the action depending on the pips of the dice you chose. And it will always seem to consume all of your damn resources for seemingly little return. Uh, and then you have to feed your dumb civilization on the scoring phase. But I need that bread to put a building out onto the board to get me points. But if I do that and don't feed, I'm losing more points than the points I'd gain right now by putting that building out. But putting that building out can yield larger returns later in the game. So what do you do? It's those sorts of moments which make the game shine for me. So things I liked. I really liked this game. The moments where you just don't know what to do are lessened a bit by the dice. So you don't just have an unlimited option amount of options. You know what I mean? In this game, there's games where like you're just looking at a million things you could do, and you're just like, I don't. Well, how am I supposed? What do I choose? In this one, you have a lot of options, but they're not so overwhelming that you're just locked up because you have these things you want to do. And you're pissed at yourself because you don't have the resources to pull it off, or you want so badly to take this die for this action that you can do, but it's in the tainted ring. And if I take that, now I have like 15 tainted points, and I'm going to go back and lose three points at the end of the game. Son of a bitch! I guess I'll just get stupid granite this turn, you know? <laughs> so I love that stuff, though. There's those decisions that make me happy. You have to figure it out. Like, how can I make this happen? There's a lot of decisions to make once you're able to fulfill the action, and those are also really fun. I really like the components. The obelisk is super awesome looking on the table. Mm -hmm. uh, for some reason, the colors of the dice, I don't know why, but I love them. They're like, They're like black, like gray, yellow, and brown. Yeah. yeah. But they look so cool out there. I don't know what it is. They just look they really go great with to the me. theme, yeah. 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 The pillars you're putting out there are awesome. The statues, the buildings, the dice that circle around the obelisk, it just all looks really cool. Check out um, uh, Gamecasters and Mad Board Game are going to make a post, I think, about this game in, in, the, day, in, in the coming days. You'll yep. see what it looks like. It looks so cool. Mm -hmm. um, each action space is really different, which helps keep the game feel interesting. And I just had a lot of fun playing it and mentioned it a lot during the course of the play, I felt like. So things I didn't like. As much as I loved the decision space this game had and how difficult it was to make a decision, there were moments where you just could not do something you wanted to do because either all the dice were gone or they were mostly all forbidden. And taking one of them would cause you to go so far out of balance, it didn't feel worth it. And that was a bummer. In a game like Teotihuacan, you control your own fate there. You decide which dice to move, when to level them up, where to place them. So if something happens where you're screwed and can't take an action, it's your fault. And you can't blame the game. To Kenu, you randomly pull dice from a bag and roll them, and then allocate them depending on where the light is in the obelisk. So a bad roll can screw you up a little bit and potentially help someone else, and it's just random. Mm -hmm. Also, the pillar tiles, they all have these backgrounds on them that grant you a special power if the background matches the light of the obelisk at that moment. You could have the resources you need to take that tile, but your opponent takes it first. And then the next tile that comes out that you also have resources to, to buy doesn't have that matching back. So now you're just kind of, darn, like that's that sucks. Uh, and this is because the randomness of the tile. That didn't really happen a ton in our play. Um, but I could see that being an issue of being a little annoying. And I wouldn't say the game feels random because of it even due to those critiques, but but just keep that in mind. Uh, overall, for me personally, I loved the game, and I'm really looking forward to my next play. I kind of even want to try the solo version, because I think it's the, I think 
Oh, it has a solo? Yeah. I think um, David Tersey designed the solo version, and he does a lot of the Automa stuff. So I liked it that much. I don't know. What did you guys think? What do you think, Jeff? I really liked it also. I enjoyed the challenge of the game because it was challenging. Yeah. It's not an easy... It's not an easygoing game. It's not at all. Um, but I loved how tight the resources were, like you said. Um, I I like games like this because what what I like to do is I like to find ways to get resources by not using the dice to get resources. Yeah, so yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's um, and Ben always talks about this on Date Night Dice podcast where he likes playing games where he feels sneaky. And he'll like make it, you make a sneaky move. Yep. And I like being able to go, all right, I don't have these resources, but I can do this cool move that isn't just getting resources, yeah. but gets me the resources I need to then do something else. And maybe my opponent so, didn't see that. It's so and, funny oh. now yeah. that you say that. I feel like that happens a lot. And we play with you. Like, I don't usually pay attention to like other people when I'm playing. And then uh, there's so many games I feel like we play with Jeff and I look over and I'm like, whoa, where did you get all that? How did he do that? And you're yeah. sure he's cheating. Yeah, and he's like, stealing resources. Yeah. 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 I meant like sneaking resources when you guys aren't looking. Yeah. Right? right yeah. That's yeah, that's yeah. I'm just like, why are all my resources them? gone? Yeah. Bro? I don't know. That's, that's how it was. Definitely a thing he does. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I do like. With this and Teotihuacan and games like Trajan, I like games that are kind of point salady games that have all these different mini games in Me it. Too. And I like the challenge of how to play those mini games Go the best. And yeah, and and finding the right mini games to play in connection with each other to give you the most points. Okay, if I make these pillars and if I put my statues out, let's play those two games the most and do everything else a little bit. Because if you forget one thing, you're probably not going to win. And if you focus just on one thing, you're probably not going to win. True. So to find the right combination, you know, I found the right combination to get me a lot of points early on. And I knew, and I'm like, okay, and Ryan found a lot of points at the end yep. and knew kind of, you know, we all knew that Ryan was scheming in the game. <laughs> For sure. I didn't even know I was scheming, but Jeff knew. That I knew, was a funny story. I knew Jeff always knows I'm scheming even before me. <laughs> that he was scheming. He was scheming. I loved how the dice shifted every two. Um, mm-hmm. And like you said, with the options, I liked that. I had a lot of options, but I also didn't because of where my balance was and what dice I drafted before. That and balance what, thing was kind of cool, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, it, was, it cool. was funny because it like I, I feel like we all placed so much weight on it. I wonder if we you pace, you played it and just kind of like weight. played it. With, Take whatever you yeah, want. Yeah, and I wonder I wonder what that would do to your game because you lose three points. Which is bad if you go way out of whack. Mm-hmm. But, like, but if I really that wonder. To you once, like, does that really? Yeah, well, matter? because a lot of times, like Jeff, I feel like Jeff, he got zero almost every time. Yeah, yeah except almost the last, every time. Yeah, except the last yeah, one. Almost, so I was right. going first because I thought turn order was gonna be really important, which it was in certain places. Sure. But yeah. Um, yeah. So I, like, yeah, yeah, because I, I would, I had like negative one, which is still really good in the balance. Yeah, and I, but doesn't beat and zero. I went last. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't beat zero. And <laughs> Natalie's had the higher tiebreak card than yeah, me yeah. so i wonder like man if i would have not if i would have gone last anyway maybe right. you know i just wonder it's and this, this big obelisk on the board is just so cool it's so cool yeah it's, it's cool how that all ben's works. gonna paint that for me it right, is I'll, yeah i can <laughs> paint color? it gray blue blue what color you want i just dip it in paint red but it is it's very cool i it's you know it, it didn't have to be there. It's a gimmick. Yeah, you know, it's just sure. like the, the just like pyramid or yeah. the Zulk, you know, so it's, but, it draws but it's cool. It draws people in. It, it looks awesome on the table. It's fun to spin. I thought the, the art and I thought the iconography was good. Like I never felt like I didn't know what something was sure. or so that kind of stuff. But yeah, I, I really liked That's it. Happiness. I'm excited to play that. Um, Teotihuacan again, all the other, 
incomprehensible tea names. Country, yeah, all, Tris all, all those Tris ones. Magic, so. Magical. I feel like it's so, <laughs> so fun to say Trismagistus. Trismagistus. Waka waka. Trisha Mashesha. I just yeah. got that Trisha game too, so I'm excited that yeah, yeah. maybe the three of us can play it or maybe we play it separately. I kind of, yeah, I'm let excited me, Let me for and that. Devin play. Yeah, you guys play, we'll play, and then we'll compare. But anyway, Natalie, what'd you think? Yeah. Okay, so I really liked this game too. That's three likes, guys. But, is this our first one of the episode? Yeah. <laughs> I so okay. Here's my. Well, no, we all didn't like Sonora. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. We were two out of three for liking Mariposas. Yeah. We all we liked like Tekkenu, and Jeff didn't play Alamada. We were one yeah. of, one and one there. Yeah. So, um, so. <sighs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> you liked Tekkenu. You I also liked Tekkenu. Um, so, okay, I didn't like play the best in this game, but unlike alma mater i enjoyed myself and i felt like almost more like this was a learning game like i was trying to like figure it out and that i'm i'm excited to play it again oh really do better oh that's the kind of feeling like i wasn't sure it was like yeah so and i I know why because at the beginning i was getting frustrated so my biggest problem with this game is i felt like the um actions were not intuitive okay for me yeah personally for sure and i was getting frustrated because I would, you know, go take an action and then I'm like, oh, and then you have to do these like four things or you have to have this and then do you do this and then you do this. And I'd go there and I'd be like, oh, yeah, I forgot about that part or what do I have to do again? And I have to like, like look at all the steps. And it wasn't like, oh, after a few times I like remember it. I yeah. still didn't remember. I understand that. Yeah, me too. So that was kind of like annoying me a little bit about the game. And again, I do like the game and I want to keep playing it. Yeah. Um. But if I'm going to compare it to like Teotihuacan, Teotihuacan is just so seamless sure. compared to this, in my opinion. But I still think it's a really good game and I'm excited to play it again. Um, and Ryan was definitely scheming. Scheming. Oh my gosh. He was scheming in the schemer to scheming. Yeah. And oh, oh, I was scheming. The other thing I wanted to say was um, how you always talk about like the having like special powers that kind of break the game. Yeah. I liked that too. And I felt like I had a couple of them. Um, yeah, all the cards were yeah. very powerful. Yeah, I had one card that I got that I picked up that was like, so there's that one ring that like forbidden. To rule them all. The forbidden <laughs> area where like you can't take a dice from that spot. Yes, But that I was got awesome. a card where I could take a dice from that spot. And not only could I take a dice from that spot, I could choose which side of the... Yeah, um, if it's pure or if it's if tainted. If it's pure or if it's tainted. And so I was like, that is sweet. That and is that, really sweet. I mean, yeah, that was awesome. And, and that, so was just, like, that was you, that fun. Was, you took an action, you bought the card. Right. Right? That exactly. was Yeah, that was cool. So that, real quick, that has another thing of the randomness, because those cards are all random. But I like yeah. when you put them out there, kind of like in, in Mariposa's, those three cards out there. I like, that's the randomness I love. Where, mm-hmm. or, or in Carpe Diem, there's a ton of tiles in a bag. You draw them all out, you put them face up, and it's like, okay, it's cool. They're randomized, but we all have the exact same opportunities to get them. Mm-hmm. I didn't go for cards very much in... yeah. Tech, what is this one? Tekenu. Yeah, Tekenu. <laughs> Sad, like doesn't roll off but, your tongue. But Jeff, Jeff, Jeff made a good point where in the, you kind of have to like you can't just avoid doing something or else you probably won't do very well. Mm-hmm. But if you try to do everything, a little yeah. bit in everything, you're also not going to do very well. That's my problem in games. My I always try games. to do yeah a little bit of everything because I never know which direction to go, and that is like my downfall. But um, which is why I want to play this again because like I know that about myself, and that's probably what I did, and and. Oh man, right at the end. Too. I would have racked it right then. I would have played it again right right then. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Yeah. 
Ryan just like just so totally Natalie and I dominated. could team up and crush Ryan <laughs> scheming yeah, ways. Totally he totally dominated this one like I got my butt happy birthday. Mariposa, you guys. So. Yeah, you dominated yeah. in that one section, you know, with like the buildings, the statues. The no, the buildings. Oh, the points you mean? Yeah, yeah because because yeah. I built those. Statues. I went there and tried to like to um. Oh, he got some points. Have at the majority end. and take like the points from you. And like I remember, I took. I took like the last dice from like, the forbidden area. So in my head, I'm like, there's no, no one can way go there. we can go here. There's no yeah. more dice okay, to take. Okay. And then Ryan had this he like was scheming. card and scheming. did it. And I was, I like, was. Ah, All right. Ryan. I was scheming at that point because I knew when you did that, I was like, I have a card here that lets me take an action yeah. in an adjacent spot. And all I have to do is, I was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go there. That was more it. like fun. Like I was mad about no, it. No, I know what But you it mean. was more fun. And it wasn't just like, oh, you just you took my spot. And now I can't do it. They took my you know? spot. They took her Wow, that was Tekenu. I love Tekenu. I yep. loved it. I thought Me it was too. fantastic. Yeah. Um, the next person that is going to be reviewed is the Gamecasters, I think. Yeah. Right, let's hear some more of those, Whoa. shall we? <laughs> All right. I'm Ben. I'm Em. And we're from Date Night Dice. 50 episodes. Well, we were on two of them, so there's at least two good ones. And maybe in the next 50, we can make two more great. <laughs> well, anyway, great job, guys. Congratulations. Hi, everyone. This is Lydia, also known as All the Worlds of Stage 07 on Instagram. I just want to send a great congratulations to the Gamecasters for their 50th episode. Natalie, Ryan, Jeff, thank you for always being you, and thank you for giving me an outlet to share my passion with you. And I look forward to working with you again soon and coming up to Michigan to play some awesome games. Have a great day. Hey Gamecasters, Jared here from Meeple Mentor YouTube channel. I found your show back around episode 30 after Jeff became a show regular. You guys always keep me entertained and laughing, either from Ryan's songs and puns or the silly game shows that Jeff and Natalie compete on. That Alexander Hamilton board game rendition was, I think, Ryan's best. My wife was with me in the car when he started singing this, and she smiled but still rolled her eyes. She's a non. I love what you guys are doing and appreciate your enthusiasm, humor, and just what you're doing for this hobby. Next time I'm in Michigan, we should grab a spotted cow. Congratulations on the 50th episode. Yeah, congratulations, guys. You guys are the best. Can't wait to hear 50 more. Hi, this is Miss French Toast. I love the Gamecasters because you guys make me feel more connected to the board game community and you always make me laugh. Best podcast hands down is Gamecasters. Gamecasters. Hey guys, this is Kyle and Frankie. Congrats on the 50th episode. Can't wait to listen in next time to hear you talk about me beating Frankie some more. Whatever. Love you guys. Bye. Mr. Measles here. One of the funnier things I think was at uh, Nerdfest when I accidentally was talking to Ryan and used the phrase little podcast and he looked like he was going to punch me in the Chud Munsons and said, well, how's that little teaching career going? I about died laughing. So that cracked me up. My expectations of going to Grand Con last year were to hang out with Mick Dave Mick and uh, play a bunch of games. Little did I know that little coincidences like uh, Dave being friends with the person that made the engagement ring or Dave running into you or the fact that 
Natalie and I both are connected to Harrison High School, would end up turning Grand Con into me having lifelong friends and listening to Gamecasters. going to have to say the thing I love the most about the Gamecasters podcast is that you three are always laughing. It's infectious. Uh, I end up laughing. So keep at it. Uh, here's to 50 more. Yep. So where it says, we got these Gamecasters. 50 of them near episodes. Congratulations. We love ya. And that's it. That's all I gotta say about that. Hey Gamecasters, this is Nestor from Miami. I wanna wish you all a happy 50 episode anniversary. Um, I started listening to you guys when you were still younglings and Natalie was just joining the show. Um, and I enjoy listening to you guys every episode. Now that uh, Mad Board Gamer is on, you guys are a great uh, group. The three of you do awesome together, work well together. I enjoy the humor. I enjoy the analysis. I enjoy the games. I enjoy everything in general. Um, I'm happy to be part of the show in any way I can. I love participating when I'm called on to participate. And uh, I'm sure that everyone who listens to you does so as well. So from sunny, hot Miami, congratulations on 50 episodes, Gamecasters. So that's it for all the games we've been playing. And wow, man, these people are so nice. You yeah, people, what you I know. So nice. How yeah. awesome are these people? It's great. Some I really, of them are, really like all these people that we've been talking to. Me too. I and I demanding them again. to send us yeah. their recorded audio yeah. telling us how much they love us was <laughs> really fun for yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to... I would love to do... I mean, we're not big enough, right? But I would really love at some point to do like a Game Casters convention. <gasps> you know Where what? it's just the people that love me. Oh yeah. <laughs> that, you know that what I show was just up. thinking today? I was like, how cool would it be at some point if we ever like could afford it? Like to like go to like Gen Con and then like rent out like... Yeah, like a room? Or yeah, like rent a out a dungeon. room, or not even, or just like at a restaurant, like a you know, like a like a room you can rent at a restaurant to like have a party and just like invite like you know, yeah, all the listeners, yeah, right? Clothing optional, like, whatever you want to do. <laughs> I just thought that the three be of so us cool. and Mr. Measles. Yeah. yeah, there'd be four of us in there. Yeah, yeah. No else would come. Well, we made some pizza rolls. So you guys want any? <laughs> uh, yeah, that would be cool. Or you know, I don't know how creepy this is. Like we, we do have a house guys. at Gen Con next year. We I could, would like, love to have pizza rolls. Yeah, no. with yeah. all these people. But I would yeah. make. I'll make so many pizza rolls. That's, That's why I was really excited for Gen Con this year. So next year we got screwed out of Gen. Next year, mask or not, if they're running Gen Con, love us. I want to meet some. I really hope our world is in a. Oh my! I don't even want to think about it. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that's going to depress me. This is our 50th episode, Natalie. Let's rein it in here. Before we get to the Instagram (laughs) inbox this episode, I wanted to take this opportunity to share something with everybody that has been a bit of a passion project for me, and it's just starting to get off the ground. I have such an unhealthy attachment to this gaming community, and honestly, (laughs) all my free thought is spent either thinking about how to involve myself more or how to make it better. Uh, Since I've been doing this podcast, I found it challenging to market ourselves. How do we get noticed by the gaming community? How do we promote ourselves in such a way that people aren't going to feel turned off? People don't like being solicited, you know, and and there's only so much we can do on the show itself. 
You're not allowed to really promote yourself on most Facebook groups with understandable reason. And so it's just very difficult to achieve real organic growth or to be able to compete on the same level as one of the huge players in the industry. So the idea was born to help newer up-and-coming board gaming content creators, be it podcasts, websites, Instagram accounts, Facebook groups, businesses, whatever. Um, so I started this network. It's a board game network called The Gateway. Uh, you can find us at www.thegatewaynetwork.com and the underscore gateway underscore network on Instagram. The sole purpose of the network is to help other new or up and coming content creators grow by shouting each other out. If you go to the gateway network website, you will find other amazing content creators who are just trying to grow just like us. They are amazing people who produce fantastic content like Jim Gamer and his passion project, WhatBoardGame.com, or the Board Game Snobs podcast, whose irreverence and humor are only surpassed by their super endearing thick Southern accents. Or you can go to YouTube to have the Meeple Mentor teach you a game or see some lists by being friends. You can grab a beer and listen to Fantasy and some flights while you stop by the McMeeple's Instagram account and try to figure out all the games in their monthly mix-up. Or you can sit back and chuckle at the charming stories posted by Date Night Dice and get some ideas on how to be a power couple by listening to their podcast. Maybe you want to get a spark of altruism, so you head over to the Charity Board Gamer account and get some ideas of how you can get involved in things like Extra Life. Whatever kind of content you're looking for, the gateway will have it. If you're a newer board game content creator and you're looking for a way to grow your content, please consider heading over to the Gateway network.com to learn more huge shout out also to instagram user kurt the viking who has been working tirelessly and for free on the web design simply because he's an awesome dude awesome so please drop awesome. him a dm and tell him how amazing he is kurt this generosity will come back on you my friend tenfold <laughs> my compliments always sound like threats <laughs> you're really nice and i'm gonna give you I'm something i'm gonna give you a big hug <laughs> what's that 30 rock where kenneth is like fired and he's like i have a yeah. lot of things yeah. to tell you people I hope you get everything yeah. you want in life. I love you like family. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. See you in heaven. <laughs> so, on today's edition of the Instagram Inbox, we have something a tad bit different. Almost more of a Gamecaster's beatdown, I would say. Find out more right now on this episode's Instagram Inbox. And now it's time. For the Instagram inbox with the Mad Board Gamer. Welcome, gamers. Oh, this gosh. is the Instagram inbox, Ooh, and I boy. feel like this is our 50th episode, and we th- <laughs> we think we're cool. So I feel like we, <laughs> we need sure to do. get knocked down a peg or two. Ooh. So especially Ryan. we're also going to test. Yeah, <laughs> especially Ryan. <laughs> we are going to test That's how cool. our you know can our egos take being crushed? No, probably not. I don't need that head. So trip. if you've ever seen <laughs> Jimmy Kimmel or seen a segment that he does called Mean Tweets, where celebrities will read mean tweets about themselves, it is hilarious. If you've never watched it, you should. But it's fun because it's other people. I have right. reached out to uh, many people on Instagram to basically roast us or write mean tweets about us. Oh boy. And we are gonna read our mean tweets. And I, we've not seen these. We have not, I have seen, not these. seen any of these. So here, without so further I, so ado, I now have paper that I'm going to hand out. Oh, here's Ryan, <laughs> and here is <laughs> Natalie. <laughs> so 
We're going to start with Natalie. So if you look at your paper, yeah, it does do say, go just go top to bottom. Okay. okay. And then it does say who it's from. So the first thing it says who it's from. So from Nestor, from okay. somebody. And then oh, read. Oh, I don't like this. So, and then I also have some too. So yeah, I, you do. when I reached out, I said, I want you to mean tweet me as well and send it to Ryan. So the ones I, I also have not seen mine as well. So... So should I start? Yeah, you start. Okay, yeah, so I'm we're going to go okay. Natalie, Jeff, me. Don't uh, read them. Don't pre-read them. Oh, okay, okay, sorry. <laughs> okay, okay, right. ready? Yeah. That one's long. Why is that one so long? I know. Come on, Jim. It's Jim. All right. From Nestor. Oh, boy. <laughs> I can't even do this. Come on. If Natalie keeps having to listen to Ryan Jizz over Star Wars Destiny, she's probably going to hit the wine cabinet more. She'll go from game caster to drunk caster. <laughs> okay, I should have okay. read that one. No. That was a mean tweet against me, no. Nestor. Now, let me... Nestor? Let me yeah. be clear. You're dead to me. No one wanted to be mean to Natalie. So some of Natalie's <laughs> are also God. mean to Ryan. Failed Ryan one. Yeah. So Ryan gets double mean tweets. That's yeah, fine. So you get you know like what? one I and a half it. mean At tweets. At least I can bear this. Bunch of chuds. Yeah, no one wants to hear me crying. <laughs> Bunch of freaking not the last nons. time you're going to hear chud in any of these. <laughs> chud All right. All right, Jeff. You ready this for this? From, this is from Nestor. <laughs> Jeff. The so-called mad board gamer is so full of himself now that he gets a bunch of freebies to play. <laughs> He'll probably end up jumping ship to the dice tower. <laughs> Sell out. <laughs> I'm not going to the dice tower. Isn't that funny? That's funny. Good one. Okay. Um, this one is from Jerry from the Board Game Snobs. Oh, no. Okay. I hear the CIA uses the Game Casters intro to torture people. <laughs> <laughs> So didn't I make a joke about that I one time on did. one of our intros? Can I think see, I did. Let me see this really quick. That's yeah, you have, am I going in the wrong order? No, read. So read the next one. This is like Jerry's. Jerry also made a conversation between Ryan and Natalie. So this is his fake conversation oh, okay. between Ryan and Natalie. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay, Ryan. So there is no theme, a bland presentation. The rules are confusing. I think it's broken. Natalie, what game are you talking about? <laughs> Ryan, us, Natalie. I'm talking about us. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, that's really funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Natalie, what's your next one? Oh, man. From Jim Gamer. Oh, boy. <laughs> I'm scared of Jim. Read it in a British accent, yeah. please. Yeah. All right. From Jim Gamer. Sorry, Natalie. What was that? I couldn't quite hear you over Ryan and Jeff talking right. loudly again. <laughs> I know. <laughs> No, no. There's more. Sure, that was a relevant point you were whispering. Oh, it was just you asking about what games Ryan or Kenitia has made again? You should make your own choices rather than listen to the guff your exercise avoiding husband screams each show. You son of a bitch. Oh, and talk about the beatdown. How about we rip apart this so called show and see what rating you get? Oh my Jim was not friendly. Whoa. He was not friendly. I know he told us when he sent yours. I know he was like, I'm so sorry. He was like, like this is an american thing so i'm not really sure i just went real harsh yeah, yeah he did <laughs> what website.com <laughs> <laughs> all right jeff what we got oh, all right this is from the measles Here we go. oh boy all right mr measles <laughs> fellow teacher Jeff's thanks coming after you as if six hours a day with teen doesn't teens doesn't build up your ego enough you had to go and start a board game club to convince more teens you were cool it didn't work <laughs> That's like a classic. Yeah, that's really good. That's really good. All right, mine is also from Mr. Measles. <clears throat> Did Natalie get tired of your incessant talking and for- I can't. Already with this. Did Natalie get tired of your incessant talking and force you to make the podcast so the rest of us could suffer too? <laughs> I mean, he does talk a oh lot. Oh, my God. On and off. Who, Mr. Measles? <laughs> talking about Mr. Measles? Yeah. I thought so. That's great. All right. No, you. <laughs> I got you, though. <laughs> Miss French Toast. There's no way she can be mean, right? Well, we'll see. Natalie James, a game caster? 
Hardly. She can't even use BGG. Hashtag join the guild. <laughs> yes. I mean, you're not wrong. Hey, you know what that tells me right there? That tells me, Sam, that you listen all the way to the end of the show. Yep. When How it says... amazing. Thank you yeah. for that. <laughs> wow. And you you hurt Natalie in a way that she's laughing. That's that's, that's yeah. That's a it good, was good. Wow, that's Sam had some good ones. That was good. Nice, nice. All right, this one's the McMeeples coming after me. <laughs> Jeff fake laughs at Ryan's fart jokes, not because he doesn't think they're funny, but actually, but actually because he's jealous he didn't get to make them first. Oh, I know they're good fart jokes. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, I work hard on those jokes. All right, Nestor. Nestor, didn't he already roast me? Yeah. In um, Natalie's? Yeah. <laughs> Ryan James is so obsessed with sexual innuendos that Tom Vassell prays for him to get some. It's <laughs> <laughs> great. Oh, man. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, Natalie. Okay. From C.P. Wilson. That's Chris. That's Chris, right? Natalie Splendor? Could you pick a worse gateway game? How much more cliche could you get? <laughs> I didn't pick it. Ryan picked it. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah that's that true. your favorite gateway game. I, oh. I don't know what he's talking about. Either way, just launch it towards me. I can take okay. it. Natalie right. can't. Careful, this one's careful, so long. I have to like this. move this. All right, I have to like move this closer to me. Okay. This is from Jim, so it's going to be awful. Oh, boy. <laughs> and also extremely long. <laughs> Thanks, Jim. It's long and hard. Yo, 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 Jeff, or a mad board gamer, or whatever it is. I prefer the other guy, Jeff. Who's the other guy? <laughs> Jeremy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why exactly are you here again other than to bag free games? <laughs> the second one we've had about Yeah, that. I know. Yeah, well, you're not wrong. Um, <laughs> you're like the token nice guy, right, Jeff? Oh, I teach kids. It's so hard not being in school. <laughs> well, the rest of us left when we were 18, dude. Go get a proper job. A proper job. A proper. Proper. A proper job. A proper job. Yeah. <laughs> and whilst I'm at it, whilst, yep, wow, he's, yep. he's good. He's British. How about you stop teaching kids how to play board games and get your country some future doctors and politicians? <laughs> That's just a rag on America. Yeah. Yep, yep. That's what you need. Not more layabouts, lazy, good-for-nothing gamers who vote Trump as they like orange after playing Sonora. Man, I know. It's funny. Sonora. Yeah. On your watch. Yes, man. Oh, and you know you're the only one here... I gotta read this. Read that sentence. sentence again. Again. All right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, phew. Man, I'm just getting beat down. I can't even I know, like, it's read hard, it. Man. Oh, man. All right, you know you're only here as the old guy got better offer, right? Oh. <laughs> oh the man. Old guy. I know. Do, do well, I, gets, I like Jeremy too. It gets worse, Jeff. Oh, my, I know. <laughs> Check your Instagram inbox. Your headmaster called and. Oh, headmaster. I'm yep, gonna go. Yep. Principal. <laughs> we're in America. <laughs> Uh, your principal called and asked for her teacher back. Oh, my gosh. Not some punk-ass Instagram game wannabe playing second fiddle on a two-bit podcast that only I listen to. Oh, my gosh. Geez. I couldn't even get through yeah. that. Jim, man. Jim. Hey, guess what, guys? Jim Gamer is the next one I have to read. I know. Oh, I'm great. like, I couldn't even get, I couldn't even read that. Good, yeah. <laughs> you so went for sorry. Our, you sorry, went guys. For I was groin. stumbling through a lot of this. The only saving grace is that we know Jim actually does like us, I hope. Well, we <laughs> think. Do we, though? We don't know. Yeah. Maybe he Sorry, I stumbled through that, I feel guys. like even he at the end was like, that was a little bit too easy for me, mate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Damn. Jim Gamer. Ryan, so what? <laughs> <laughs> There's more. There's more. Oh, no, no, no. That would no, be so yeah. Ryan, so what? 
you want to be the funny guy, right? <laughs> you want to be the funny guy, right? Sure. Well, how about waiting for your wife to finish before you tell the next scripted joke and make reference to sucking it again? <laughs> Come on, you've only got you've only just now played Euphoria. It's been out since before you started your alleged exercise regimen, which I've noticed has gone away and been replaced with your hashtag designathon. <laughs> What's the problem? Scared of a bit of exercise or just trying to make sure you don't fall behind the game world again and play Pendulum in 2025? <laughs> Shut up, Jim. Did you notice that I kept having, having to tell him to stop interrupting me? I'm sure you noticed, Natalie. <laughs> this is my show. <laughs> Who's next? Oh my gosh, Mr. Measles. It's gonna be so nice. Sounds good. Is it? <laughs> it's also mean to you. <laughs> totally. I know. All right, go ahead. From Mr. Measles. Couldn't you find a grown-up to marry? <laughs> Shut I mean, up. <laughs> I mean, this Chud Munson plays with more toys than Toy Store Andy. Toy Story Andy. <laughs> Who's Toy Story Andy? Like, the Andy, Andy from, from Toy Story. Toy Story? <laughs> Does it say Toy oh, Store or it's Toy it Story? Toy Story. Sorry. <laughs> I misread it. Toy Story Andy. <laughs> oh, he called you a chump. Listen, this Kevin. This is like... Kevin. <laughs> Ooh. Listen, <laughs> Kevin, in your him. little teaching career. <laughs> That's right. No, we asked for this. Um, we asked for this. This is... I stand by my marriage choices. <laughs> <laughs> that That's was really nice. good, Mr. Measles. That was really good. All right. This is Sam. Oh, I'm boy. assuming this is... Um, French toast? Yep. Miss French toast? Yep. Jeff, the mad board gamer, is a chud who cheated his way past way better accounts, me, in the BBC bracket. Hashtag Spangler. Nice. So Jeff and I won, Sam thank you. competed in the bad board game covers uh, bracket of, yeah. it was like this tournament, basically, this big yeah. tournament, and they made it to the very end of the... The loser's bracket. Yeah, we were losers. And Jeff beat her in the loser's bracket. Yeah, I got every favor that I possibly could. I mean, yeah. I I honestly went to every member of the gateway. And I was like, listen, <laughs> oh, Jeff, oh, here's yep. our first your face. <laughs> here's our first crusade I'm yep. sending you Hashtag on. Okay. Spangler. <laughs> here's CP Wilson. This is Chris. Yeah. Hey, Ryan, your jokes are so funny to yourself. <laughs> it's sad at how much you laugh at your own jokes. Oh. Oh, Chris. <laughs> He's not laughing now. <laughs> Should we stop this segment? We, I think we only have one more each. Well, that wasn't yeah. a joke. That's why I didn't laugh at it. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't your joke. <laughs> yeah, that's, it wasn't my joke. <laughs> oh, man, I'm scared. My last one's from Jerry from the board games. Snobs. It says the board gamer snobs. Oh, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Mine just says parentheses snobs. Yeah. <laughs> I had to listen to three episodes before I realized Natalie was a real person and not Jeff speaking in a high-pitched voice. Still not sure. <laughs> Still not okay sure. for all of you mean people out there. This is how they're supposed to go. That was a perfect yeah. one. Yeah. That was a good one. And same thing with this one. Jerry also had a good one. So Jerry said, "Jeff's back. Jeff's back's hurting from carrying the show." Just kidding. Jeff can't even carry a conversation, much less a podcast. <laughs> good one. All right, my last one is from Sam. Miss French Toast. <clears throat> this one's great. Brian James can't deliver a package to the post office or a good joke on the show. <laughs> I think it's safe to assume he can't deliver in the bedroom. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, oh man. So that's it. That's the uh the gamecasters beat down. That was wow. as I thought. For, for you? Yeah. yeah Natalie's was 40% like 40% of yours were for me. Yeah. Natalie's was like, Natalie, why'd you marry Ryan? And you're like, yeah, oh, okay, that's right. not too bad. Oh, that's I pretty good. Cool. Yeah. Like, Natalie, you're really quiet. Natalie, you gotta listen to Ryan. I like Miss French Toast. Natalie, was... you're really pretty. Natalie, oh, you're so Can't pretty. You you're really pretty. Me. Why'd you marry Ryan? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Man, I know they're mean. That there was like this next thing I'm about to do a little bit worse what for me. Mean? No, that was really good. Yeah, that was really that was good. Funny. Thanks, thanks everybody. Yeah, thanks everybody. We know. Uh, hope that that was all rooted in love and <laughs> yeah. maybe we, again, we asked for it it was Jeff's idea though I'll tell you that it and was it was a good one 
And I, I'm, I, I hope in the next do it 50 again. episodes we'll do it again because we yeah. were feeling a little too awesome about ourselves. <laughs> yep. It made us laugh. Yeah. So now we're going to slow it down a little bit <laughs> as I take you on a journey. Ooh. Are you ready? I'm ready. Should we get out our lighters? No. <laughs> no. It's dangerous. It's a fire hazard. No, I want to. Um, okay. <laughs> okay. The song is called I Will Always Play Games With You. Oh. If you just hit play, it would mean that it's episode 50. So I hope that you'll go and please download everyone along the way. If not, I'll have to go number two, and it'll have to be right on you. You, on Chud Munson too. (laughs) Disgusting. Memories <laughs> like felt condoms and Natalie farting. <laughs> but I just love to annoy and not be serious. Mm, but above all this, I wish we were number one. <laughs> so I. Gonna have to get nude. Uh, I will do what I need to do. Oh, but it's really humiliating too. But it's all for you. It's all. For you. Thank you. Beautiful, Thank you. That beautiful. was I will always play games with you. Yep. Okay, so put your clothes on so we can finish the episode. <laughs> a couple things I want to say about that. <laughs> Let's hear zero of them. So we have even more content for you on today's game of the episode. Sit back and get ready for a crossover as the game casters take on the Being Friends crew in an all-out feud. Designed for families. <laughs> hey there, everybody. So one thing I need to caveat this upcoming recording with is we didn't get to use the best audio source. So this is the Zoom call. <clears throat> and you'll notice the audio is just not quite as crisp and awesome as you're used to from us. Um, so basically, the worst part of it is there is uh, a lot of times where we do these uproarious kind of screams and Zoom apparently must cut off the scream audio after a while, so it sounds really weird and just abruptly ends. Other than that, hopefully this uh, is still awesome for you guys and we hope you have fun. Okay, on with the show. Da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da-da
Hello, gamers and gamettes, and welcome to the Family Feud Gamecasters Edition. We are here with the gang from the incredible gaming YouTube channel, Being Friends. Yeah, hey, and guys. they are competing. Heck yeah. Hello, against the Gamecasters family. To anyone who hasn't seen Family Feud, please go find the nearest mirror, stand in front of it, and repeat after me. What the fuck, bro? How do you not know Family Feud? To everyone else, here we go. So, we're going to have a few rounds, and at the end, we'll do fast money. We'll have a chance to win glory and bragging rights for the next 60 millennia. <laughs> because or we have so, no other prizes. That's, that's the only prize we have is just bragging rights. Yeah. <laughs> for not long, though. So what's up, guys? We're happy to have you on the show. Yeah. 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 Thanks for having us. It's really cool to be a part. Yeah. We're super excited. Yeah, thank fun. you. Us Talk too. To you we, we love your YouTube channel. Your uh, Instagram is also awesome. And it's just really cool that we were able to get you guys on. We're super excited. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. All right. Well, let's do this. All right. Without further ado, I need Natalie. On, I Natalie. need Evan. Here we go. Let's go. All right, here we go. Everybody knows how Family Feud works. I'll give you just a quick little rundown before we start. So basically, I'm going to ask Natalie and Evan a question here. We asked 300 people. Wow. <laughs> yeah, six a people. question. <laughs> they are going to, so I got the top eight answers for this question. Natalie and Evan are going to buzz in when they think they know, maybe, you know, an answer. And uh, if Natalie guesses and she gets the third answer, and Evan guesses he gets the second or the first. Evan's team, the Being Friends team, will have a chance to either pass or play, at which point they will guess as many answers as they can. Uh, they'll get three strikes. As soon as they hit their third strike, if they haven't gotten them all, team Gamecasters will get a chance to steal. And if they steal, they get all the points. Right? Something oh, like that's that. not how it goes. Exactly how it goes? Okay, yeah. there we go. All right, Natalie, Evan, here we go. Let's go. Okay, we got the top eight answers on the board. We asked 300 people the following question. <laughs> I can't believe you asked 300 people. Sorry. <laughs> Which is the most popular gateway game? Oh, team being friends. <laughs> so yeah. right. <laughs> Evan, what do you got? I'm going to go with Ticket to Ride. Ticket to Ride is the number one answer. Yeah. Yeah. Which, being friends, would you like to pass or play? I think we're going to play. We're going to play. All right. Said it. Uh, I guess it's up to you. We're going to play it. We're going to play it. <laughs> okay. All right. Let me let me notate that you got. <laughs> okay. So um, so we go to Jacob then next. Jacob, what is the most popular gateway game, my friend? I think this one's really obvious. Okay. Catan. Catan is the number five Ooh. answer. But yes, Ding. correct. Sir, oh, I forgot to do survey says. <laughs> number five. <laughs> Alex, what do you got? I, you know, this is a game people play a lot growing up, I think, and that's going to be Monopoly. Monopoly. Okay. Survey point. says. And... Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> How many? All right. One strike. Can, <laughs> we talk. can we talk at two strikes? All right, Nathan. Nathan, you're up, man. What is the most popular gateway game? Okay. Catan and Tickets to Ride are gone. So gone. how about Munchkin? Ooh. Munchkin. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Survey says. And... Oh, oh, crap. All right. Get, team Game Cashers, get ready to steal. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We go back to Evan. Evan, what do you got for me, man? Eight way game. I'm um, I don't know. Oh, um, uh, Carcassonne. <laughs> Carcassonne. Okay. Uh, Carcassonne. Good answer. Good answer. Survey says. Ding. Number yeah, four answer, Carcassonne. Hey, yeah. yeah. We're still alive. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacob. You got something for me? Never played this game before, but I hear a ton about it. Oh, uh -huh. Dominion? 
Dominion. Yeah. I like that. Okay. Awesome. All right, let's go Good to the one, survey. Man. The survey says, All right, we're going to Team Gamecasters. What are you guys going for? Can we allow to talk? Right? Yeah, yeah. You get like a quick second to say what you think. All right, do we have an answer? Natalie? You're you're in the front, <laughs> Natalie. If we were in the podium, you'd be in the yep, front. Yep, Natalie. Let, yeah, that's Natalie. What are you gonna say for your team? You gotta right. pick. You, Natalie. Okay, Azul. Azul. Nice. Yeah. The survey it. says. <laughs> Ding! Oh! Number two is Azul. Oh, oh, yeah, that was gonna be makes sense. All right. I, I, I would like to meet the people that Azul you Azul. you asked these questions to because I think they had a great gateway experience in board game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> We were going to say on Mars, but we were a little... Well, I uh, felt bad because, <laughs> our, real, quick, real quick story, when I reached out to being friends and I was like, hey, you guys, I sent an email um, and we're doing Family Feud and uh, I can't remember, Alex, is that who was responding to me or, or Evan? Probably Evan, Evan. It was like, oh, yes, my dream to be a part of the survey. And I was like, well, you're going to hate the next thing I have to say because I want you as a contestant. <laughs> well, I'm very upset. <laughs> oh, I felt bad. Well, I sent you the email and I was like, wait, I can't send the email to the people I'm trying to actually get the thing yeah. from. Yeah. Right, so let's go through the rest of them quickly. Number three, third answer was Seven Wonders. Okay. Seven oh. Do the classic Family Feud thing where the whole crowd says, <laughs> yeah, yeah. The whole audience, oh, oh, oh together. Yeah. You got number four is Carcassonne. You got number five, Sellers of Catan. Number six, King of Tokyo. King oh, of Tokyo. Tokyo. <laughs> number seven, Pandemic. Pandemic. Okay. And number eight, Elizabeth Hargrave's Wingspan. Okay. Oh, wingspan. Good choice. Good, good work of the All right. So I am jealous of these guys' gateway experience. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was fine, but like... I must take it to ride. Nice. There you go. All right, so the Gamecasters. I'm so the ghost I think, sir. Yes, you get, the, with you get all those points. So you get 20, 25, 20, so 28 points so far to Team Gamecasters. Pretty good. <laughs> all right. Ooh, that game. <laughs> so okay, I need Jeff. I need Jacob. Here we go for round two. Woo! Woo! <laughs> all right. Top six answers on the board. How many people did you say? We asked eight million people. <laughs> oh, which is the wow. most popular game designer? Ding. Buzz. Oh, well, I, I think I, it was. I think so. All right, team and, being friends. And I think their video's slightly behind, so that was fa- like, okay. you get yeah, into one answer. second. I think it was, was pretty fast. What do you got? <laughs> Jamie Stegmeyer. Ooh. Okay, Jamie Stegmeyer. Ding, that's the number four answer. Ooh. Jeff, what do you got? I'm going to say Stefan Feld. Stefan Feld is the number three answer. Oh. Game cast. Oh. Guys, play. Guys, you want to play? You want to play? You want to play? <laughs> Okay, we're going to play. 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 Yeah, we got three X's. We got three X's. So we have two of six or five? You got two of six. So there's four left. So Dave, who is the most popular game designer? Just say Dave, name a game designer. Yeah, do that. Just name one. Name a game designer, man. You just said Elizabeth Hargrave. There you go. Okay. Yep. All right. Elizabeth Hargrave survey says. All right, Natalie, Maybe. we're coming to you. Yeah, we got one. We're good. Okay. Yeah, we got. Yeah, Natalie, what do you think? Uve Rosenberg. Uve Rosenberg as the most yeah. popular good game answer. designer. He's not popular. The most popular. Good answer. Uh, are you sure you want to go? Number one answer. You got you. You're mean. There's six total. You've gotten three so far. All right. <laughs> he's an artist. He, oh yeah. Yeah. I'm a right. game designer. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jeff. Who is the most popular, popular game designer? I'm gonna go with the hotness. I'm gonna go with 
Vital Lacerda. Vital Lacerda. Oh, Survey yeah. says. Oh, that's two ants coming to days. Coming to the third. Ant. All right, yeah. baby, you can do this, Dave. Who is the most popular Anybody. game designer? I don't. Hmm. Na- I'm sorry. Name a game designer. Yeah, name a game designer. <laughs> Get ready to steal, team. Being friends. Yeah, you guys gotta chat it up. Yeah, so yeah. just wait and be like, <laughs> oh, I was going to say it. That's true. Sorry, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Team being friends, who do you got? Um, okay, I think we're going to go with uh, Reiner Knizia. Reiner yeah. Knizia. Good, good answer. answer. Good, good answer. answer. Good answer. Yeah. Number two answer. Oh. And being friends has stolen. Wow. Ryan, if I'm not uh, mistaken, round two in Family Feud is double points. Is that right? Is that still the case? No, no. One and two are single, and then a double and a triple. Isn't there four rounds? There's four rounds. (laughs) Oh, okay. okay. Gotcha. Yep. First two are single, then double points, then triple at the end. I like it. 48 points you guys have. What did I say? What did I King say? 40, how many did I just say? Oh, and yeah. Bill Everett. 41? 48. 48. 48. 48. All right. Yeah. All right. We go to round three. I need Dave. I need Alex. On there. Oh, wait. Yeah, I forgot. Wait, I got to give you the rest of the answers. Sorry. Oh, yes. You got the number one, two, three, and four. Number five was Bruno Cathala. Really? Oh, no. <laughs> and number six, barely newer, Alexander yeah, Fister. That was, oh. that was my next oh, answer. Yeah. I thought Vital was going to be on there. Uh, yeah. yeah. All right. All right. All right. So I need Dave. I, I need Alex. Top five answers on the board. This is round doubled. Are we double? Are we doing double or are we just going straight through? What are we doing? So this is the third. Yeah, we'll, we'll double this, triple the next one. Okay. All right. <laughs> Top five answers on the board. We asked five people, what is the first <laughs> thing you do when you get a brand new game? First thing you Dang. do. Oh, team being friends. Unbox it. Unbox it. Number one answer. Would you guys like to play or pass? I'm trying to think of anything else you do. Four answers? There's five. There's five answers. I think we're going to play. We're going to play it. Oh, you're going to play it. Okay. All right. Four more answers. What do we got? We're looking at, who are we looking for? We're looking for Nathan. Uh, I got one. I guess you put it on the shelf. Oh, good it on the good shelf. Answer. That's a good answer. Good answer. Good answer. Hey. Oh. <laughs> That's happened to us before. Definitely. Yeah. Not, not a fun experience, but yeah. you're like, we we have no one we to got, play this with yet. Yeah, so it goes yeah. on the shelf. You don't even open you it most times. Yeah. Spot. <laughs> Buy a new shelf. All right, Nathan, what do you got for me? What do you do? The first thing you do when you open a brand new game? Um, Play it. Yeah, yeah, good Ideal, answer, ideally. Yeah. Play yeah. it, play yeah, it. Yeah. Good answer, good answer. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm okay. Okay. All right, maybe team Gamecast is okay, ready okay. to steal. All right, Evan, back to you. Uh, it's, it's actually Jacob. Oh, is it Jacob's turn? I, I went last, yeah. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. All right, Jacob, what do you got then? Okay, this, this might be like two... But I'm gonna say like read the rule books or learn the rules. That makes sense. Yeah, I like that. Good answer. Read the rule book, learn the rules. Unfortunately, that is the number two answer. <laughs> okay, okay. So we're in a good progression here. We've got all right. So we're in the box. Alex, I think. So there's there, there's two. They have two buzzes. Okay. There's three more answers. Okay. Uh, and I think we're back to Alex, right? Yeah. Um, all right, man. What do we say, got? Um, organize the components. Ooh. Organize the components. Good one. That's a good answer. All right, well, I might need to go to a judge's ruling here. 
Oh, who the judges? <laughs> me. <laughs> Let me real quick ask myself if I think that that is what organized. I, I honestly think that's different. I'm gonna. Eh, that oh. one. I, know. I know. I think it's different. Something close to that. <laughs> it's, that well, sweet. yeah, it's close, but I don't. I don't think it's organized. So, Team Gamecasters, can you steal? Like punch the components. Like just punch it. Just you can just you can just walk over it. <laughs> Team Game Cat, I need an answer, Team right, Game Cat. It's on you. It's on you. Uh, punch, punch it. Punch, <laughs> how many punches are there? Punch, punch it. Punch, yeah, punch, 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 Sonora. Check the party punch. line. Punch. All right, you're saying punch it. Like unbag yeah. and punch. Like yeah, un punch. Unbag. No, like no. <laughs> <laughs> bag it, then you unbag, unbag it. it. You then you punch it. Like, then you unbag it. Like you rebag everything out. Punch, punch it. Just say one thing. You're punching. Okay, punch it. Wow, sorry about this, Team Friends. All right, punch it. Okay. Survey says number three. Oh. Oh. Okay, All right. Is that the one so that you thought was like. Oh. Okay. So number four was take a picture. Ooh, oh. All the Instagram. All the Instagram. <laughs> number yeah. five was smell it. Oh, I was jokingly yeah. thinking that. Uh, <laughs> that's what he does. That he literally good. takes the box off, opens it, smells it. And Ryan like, did say they only interviewed five people. Weird. He could have been one. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is probably yeah, So with zero. double score, that's 52 points to the game casters. Oh, man, oh, nice. Down to this triple point it. round. I want to know who else said smell it. I'll tell you after, <laughs> well, after, after we're off air. <laughs> so that's 80, 80 points to 48, but this is the triple this uh, is for everything. Here we go. I'm going to need Natalie and Nathan. On, Top Natalie. six answers on the board. We ask no people. <laughs> <laughs> Name a type of gun that doesn't shoot bullets. Are you serious? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I heard. I, I'm gonna go being friends right. because of the delay. Team being friends. What do you got? A gun that doesn't shoot bullets. Laser gun. <laughs> a, la a laser gun. Oh. Oh, no. All right, Natalie. It's up to you. You got it. One that doesn't shoot bullets. Paintball gun. A paintball gun. Number five answer. Oh. Do you want to play or pass? There's six answers on the board. Well, there's five left. Oh, we gotta, everyone plays on Family Feud. <laughs> it's like play, you play, 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 play. It's right. like can't play, stop. Play. All right, you're playing. Okay, all right. All right. Uh, Jeff, name a gun, a type of gun that doesn't shoot bullets. I'm going to say Nerf gun. A Nerf, Nerf gun. gun. Hey. Yeah. Nerf, gun. Nerf, gun. Okay. Nerf gun. Okay, a Nerf gun. This is not game-related. Survey says <laughs> number three right, answer. Oh, okay. That was a good one. All right, Dave, a gun that does not shoot bullets. I'm going to say a nail gun. Ooh, a nail gun. A nail gun. Handyman Dave. <laughs> Was this Al Portland? Yeah. <laughs> Survey says, number six answer, yeah. nail oh, gun. They got it. All right, there's three left, Natalie. Yeah, you got it. I don't know. Did you say I don't know anything about guns? I don't, I don't, no, really I don't, about I don't guns. know anymore. Oh, there's no more. Okay. A gun that doesn't shoot bullets. Yep. Uh, potato gun. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> is that a, a thing? Potato okay. gun. A potato <laughs> gun is a thing. Yes. Wow. <laughs> Survey says. Uh, <laughs> that is a thing, though. I know. Jeff, you know another type of gun. I'm going to say. That doesn't shoot bullets. Squirt gun. A squirt mm. gun. Like a water gun. Water. A water gun. Hello. Squirt gun. Water gun. Okay. Water gun. Good answer. Okay. Good, Good answer. answer. Good answer. <laughs> Number one. Oh. Hey. Hey. I'm we glad you didn't because I didn't have an answer. And we have one. We have one and so far. <laughs> Dave, I need a type of gun that does not shoot. Can bullets. you tell us what we have again? We have squirt. Yeah, we've got squirt gun. Paint. We have nerf gun. We have paintball gun, and we have nail gun. Okay. okay. Those are good. Oh, 
Home Improvement Dave. A glue gun. A glue gun. A glue gun. Good answer. Good answer. Survey says number four answer. Glue gun. Come on, Nangy. One more, Natalie. You got one. I have an idea, but I feel like it's. You still got a free egg. One egg. Yeah. And then you'll bring it back to me. That's hard. All right, Natalie. I need a type of gun that does not shoot bullets. A t-shirt gun. A t-shirt gun. Oh, that's a good answer. That's a good answer. Yeah. Survey. All right. Team being friends, get ready to steal. We have two A's. Jeff, can you think of a type of gun that doesn't shoot bullets? Do you guys have something? I'm going to go with a one of those marshmallow shooters. Marshmallow gun. Marshmallow shooter. Marshmallow gun. Okay. Okay. Good answer. Good answer. No one's going to All right. That Yeah. Team being Good. friends, it all comes down to this. Ooh. All right, we're gonna go with airsoft gun. An Ooh. airsoft gun. That's it. Oh, well. Jeff. Forrest Goodbye, Jeff. everyone. Survey <laughs> says. Oh. 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 Team Gamecasters is the winner. Number two. Oh, a cap gun. Staple gun. Staple. Oh. Oh. That was the first thing I thought. But, oh man, I thought airsoft gun was it. That was a yeah. great. Yeah, that was a good one. That um. So so yeah, skirt gun, staple gun, Nerf gun, glue gun, paintball gun, nail gun. Eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, thirteen. Okay. Oops. What am I doing? I don't know. I didn't turn you guys off, did I? Hello? <laughs> You're still sexually attracted to us? <laughs> I wasn't going to say All right, so the Gamecasters win on. with 100-something. Yeah, yeah. yeah, sorry about that. All right, you guys got to stick around for Fast Money. Oh, yeah, we got to at least you gotta see what's going on. All right, so I need two people from the Gamecasters to play Fast Money. Who are we going to get? Handyman Dave? The two people from the Gamecasters. You want to go first or second? Okay. First, Jeff, I need you to go upstairs. Son of a... <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs> Don't listen. Yeah, go... Put funny headphones on and stand in a closet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I have to have another camera showing him, so... Um, Dave, can you... Do you have your phone? Can you do a timer? So how long do we get for this? 30 seconds? Or no, it's like 25, 25. seconds. I and think it's 25, and then the second person gets 30 because they, they could guess the same right. answer. Right, right, person. right. All right, 20, so, all right, 25 seconds you're going to have, Natalie. Oh Are you ready for this? Let me know, Dave, when you have the timer. Oh, yeah. There's five questions. Oh, only five? Okay. That's <laughs> and then like Jeff's going to get the same five. On your mark, get set. Here we go. Name a famous wizard. Um, Dumbledore. Okay. Name a reason people don't play games as often as they'd like. They don't have time. Name a popular gaming mechanism. Worker placement. Name a common gaming component. Amiable. What is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Uh, go to the bathroom. Ding, 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 <laughs> ding. Right, that's the end, okay. That was, that was some stellar <laughs> answers. <laughs> One after the other. Now, now we're going to show your score, Ooh. right? Okay, so I said name a famous wizard. You said Dumbledore. So I said Harry. That scores 10 points. Oh. Hey. I'm trying to get to 200, remember. Oh, oh. <laughs> 120. That's not bad. All right, all right. Name a reason people don't play games as often as they'd like. You said no time. Yeah. Survey said wow. zero points. What other reasons? Really? Someone has all the time in the world. I don't know. <laughs> Name a popular gaming mechanism. You said worker placement. 36 points. Hey, that's good. That's good. Player so at 46. Yeah. Name a common gaming component. You said meeple. That's Survey bad. said 23 points. Good answer. Okay, all right. All and right. then what is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? You said go to the bathroom. 18 points. <laughs> Does anyone have a score for that? 
<laughs> you want to you add them up real quick? 87. All right. Just guys work cut out for him. You, you want to go get him? Yeah. You don't have to stay up there, by the way. He'll get 30 seconds, right? Yeah, because if he guesses the same, yeah, he has to pick. He gets to pick another one, right? Mm -hmm. Jeff, the mad board gamer. He gets to know how many points. Yeah, so Jeff, Natalie got you 86 points. 87 points. I'm sorry. 200. Yep, you only need 113 more. 113 points to get you over the hump here. Are you ready? Okay. I get more time. You're gonna have five more seconds. Five more seconds on the clock. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? On your marks, get set, go. Jeff, name a famous wizard. Gandalf, he's a wizard. Name a reason people don't play games as often as they'd like. Uh, not enough time. Name a, oh, eh, eh, yeah. Oh, like do it again? Yeah. Oh, uh, they don't have a group. Like, wife okay, doesn't okay. like it. Okay. Name a popular gaming mechanism. Worker placement. Eh. Uh, engine builder. Okay, name a common gaming component. Dice. What is the first thing you do when you get up in the morning? Pee. Eh. Brush my teeth. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> what if your bathroom was telling um, you okay. that? What, yeah, you said, you can't go pee. <laughs> when I said gaming mechanism, what was the second thing you said? It's an engine builder. Engine builder. Okay. I love that you, spe- you clarified. He's a wizard. In my own head, was like, I swear. He's a, he's <laughs> All right, here we go. Right. Name a famous wizard. Jeff, you said Gandalf. That's good for 46 points. That was the number one answer. He's a wizard. Yeah. Harry Potter was the number three answer. What did you say? 22 points. She said said Dumbledore. That was the number four answer with 10 for 10 points. Merlin was our number two answer. Merlin. People don't play games as often as you like. Jeff, you said nobody to play with. That scores 12 points. Okay. The number one answer was work. Yeah. The number two answer was kids. And the number three answer was COVID. What did you say? She said time. Oh, I said you said first, but that wasn't on there. That wasn't even on there. Oh, yeah. Name Lame. a popular gaming mechanism. You said engine builder. Survey Man. said oh, on that oh. one. I know. The number one answer was worker placement. Okay. Um, the number the number two answer was card drafting. Interesting. Oh, and then area control and deck building. The thing okay. is, like, people play. All you play is engine building. Like the intro games are like engine. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a common gaming component. 25 points. Jeff with the number one answer in dice. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dice was 25. Meeple 23. Cards was 18. Wow. And then the first thing you do when you get up in the morning, Natalie had the number one answer with P, which was okay. where she said go to the bathroom. It was 18 points. I say P. Jeff, you said brush your teeth, and that's nine points. Oh. How we close get? were we? We got 179. Uh, oh. 179. Oh. Still. <laughs> 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 five, nine. 46, 12, 20, yeah. Okay. So, hey, at least they didn't win either, right, being friends? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're all losers. We're all losers. <laughs> that was the Gamecasters' first edition of the Family Feud. I want to thank Alex and Evan and Nathan and Jacob for coming on the show and competing with us. Thank you guys so much. That was Mate, such a blast. I'm so glad. This was so was fun, guys. This was, this was yeah, awesome. we had a great time. If we do it again, we got to call on you, team being friends. Yeah. Yes. So thank you so much, and we will see you next time on The Family Feud. Well, that was awesome. That was so fun. Thank you so much to Being Friends for for joining us with that. We had, like, the best time, as you hopefully heard just a few minutes ago. (laughs) It was really awesome. So as today is our 50th episode, we're going to do a special list of our games that we ranked on Pub Meeple's rankings website that were in the 50s spot. (laughs) Natalie came up with this, so if you hate it, Send all the hate mail to me, because you hate me. No matter what Natalie does, it's coming back to me. So we're going to go through our number 50 to 59 ranked games of all time. Yep. Right? 
Right. Righto. Natalie, why don't you start us right off? What is your number 59? Let's go 59 to 50. Let's go favorite 59 to 50. What is your number 59er? Okay, well, we did these um, rankings back in like May or sometime in the spring. So this is as of them. So may or may as not of include, them, eh? as of then, <laughs> the may or may not Main include man. like whatever. I'll just shut up. Here we go. Fifty nine. <laughs> no, keep talking. I want you. My fifty nine ranked game is Yellow and Yanksy. Oh baby, <laughs> yeah, really interesting. Yeah, I don't really know what to say because like because <laughs> it's your fifty nine. You, you forget how to play. Like a, a, a computer generated <laughs> list that I <laughs> wait like, a minute. No, you made it. I know, but like. I'm not like, well, I specifically chose this for 59 because <laughs> yeah. you know, that's, that's the one flaw out. with this list. Yeah. Yeah. It's really 10 games it's just there. that we like so, yeah, in the 50s. It's about right. Yellow and Yanks. Yeah, I liked it, but it wasn't like, you know. Do you remember that picture we took after we played it? All <laughs> yeah. three of you, you, Andrew, and Cheyenne again. are just like, yeah. I was scheming. <laughs> yeah. I like how anytime Ryan wins, he must have schemed his way to victory. He schemed his way. <laughs> Anyone yeah. else wins is like, yeah, I did a good job with strategy. <laughs> Ryan, he's scheming you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the only Ryan. way we can justify his win. My Jeff, what is your number fifty nine? My number fifty nine. When you're complimenting, should I say something before this? <laughs> oh yeah, you I have feel to. like when you look at this list, it's like anywhere between forty and eighty is are the like same? the same game to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The same fifty like. to fifty nine. Yeah, so fifty. Yeah. This is way better. Fifty nine <laughs> is Bonanza. Oh, Bonanza! Really? I love Bonanza. So you know, in my head, I feel like it's one of my favorites. But again, there's so many games that I just love. Yeah, that seems and low, but. I, I agree with you. There, still, I've played the, a lot of these games are hundreds really, and hundreds of games. Yeah. yeah. And it's number 59. That's so high. Bonanza is my 59th Great, ranked game. Fantastical <laughs> game. My number 59 is a game that I originally found. I, rem- I honestly remember where I was when I texted you telling you to buy this game. I remember this. <laughs> I was looking at Jeff, by the way. Um, and this game is a great game to play in the car, and it's called Dark Stories. Mm. Yeah, that's fun. Yep. And it is, I remember when it, when it when I found it, it just kind of blew me away. Yeah. Right? We've had some good times with that game. There was one time at, at work. Oh. No, at work. Oh, and the power went the out. The power went out at work, and we couldn't work. For, so we and all they made us stay there for hours, so we all just like sat playing around dark the stories in the dark. dark yeah, in yeah, the dark. And then we got awesome. yelled at by the president. It was cool. Because they were having a board <laughs> meeting in the dark. <laughs> they could hear Crazy. us. All right, Natalie, what's your number 58? <laughs> My number 58 is a game that Ryan loves, and it's probably in we'll his see. top 20. Doubt it. And it's mm. called Belfort. That's true. Top 10. Top wow. 10, even. Actually, I wasn't sure. I think it might be top, that might be top five. Um, yeah, Belfort's it's a very, very, it's a very good game. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's a good game. <laughs> that's all. That's yeah. nice. Nice, nice. Yeah, Jeff, yeah. how about you, man? What's 58? 58 is a game I would love to play more because it would go up. This game is called This War of Mine. Oh, it's yeah. 58. Right. Um, I, you can only play it maybe a couple times because it's just so sad and depressing. Oh, does it really? But the game you feel is the theme, huh? awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. It's a it was a Steam game turned into a board game and done very 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 well. Oh, it was a video game first. That's right. Yeah, oh. and sometimes they don't do video game board games well. Yeah. Um, this is one that got that right. Did you play sure. the video game? Yeah, yeah. I played it. I, I've out like lots of hours. I feel logged like on that I'm game. having deja vu. I think we. I think this exact conversation happened. Before. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. My number eight is a game that. Notoriously, at least in our group, uh, had a horrible name change. And Jeff uh, and I found this at Gen Con two years ago now. And this is called Chaosmos. And then immediately after we bought it, it had its name changed to Cosmic Factory because there was another game called Chaosmos, and they made them change it. So this is a King Clanko design. It's got a very cool uh, real-time tiling mechanism that we just all love in this group. So yeah, it's a great number 58, Chaosmos. Great fun. Yeah. Natalie, what about you? What's your 57? My number 57 is The City. Oh, baby. Mm. Yeah, that's a fun game. I just played <laughs> yeah. it for the first time. What? Probably at Nerdfest? This year? 
No, I, we played with Brian and Heather. First? Yeah. Okay. That was the first time I ever played it. It wasn't, I mean, it was in, within the last year, but you've been talking about it for years yeah. and I just never played it. I remember it. We, I played with you at Nerdfest then. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. I played it. And I really liked yeah. it too. It was a fun game. Mm-hmm. I like yeah, it. Yeah. It's cool. It's a good one. Nice, nice, nice. Jeff, what's number 57, man? My number 57 is Roll for the Galaxy. Oh, yeah. I played that one time with you. I, like, I Yeah. I really liked it. That was a good like game. it as well. It's hard to, you know, we're sitting in the 50th and you're like, oh, you like you like 50 games. Like, yeah, but these are good games. Yeah. No, no. This is 50s. really good. Like you just said a minute ago, decent, hundreds of yeah. games. This is, we're yeah. still in the top tier. Yeah. Yes. So Roll for the Galaxy is a great game. They also have Race for the Galaxy, um, and I'm sure they're going to make some Roll for the Galaxy. I remember. I was very confused in that game. I like Roll, roll a lot better was, than... Yeah, it was yeah. more fun, at least in the one play I had. Uh, my number 57 is a uh, kind of a... Not a re-implementation, but I guess a re-implementation of another game that I love called Terra Mystica, and this game is called Gaia Project. Oh, yeah. It's basically Terra wow. Mystica in space. I'm surprised it's that low. I love it. I mean, 57 is pretty high. I yeah, love the game, but it, it. honestly, Terra Mystica for me oh. is almost perfect yeah of a game it's like it's right below star wars destiny on my on my overall right? right it's like almost perfect and so gaia project what it does it takes the same game and it makes it a little more complex and that just throws it off a little bit for me but fi- like, like like we were saying 57 yeah, is still really good I mean, yeah these are all games that i like yeah so how that's about, gaia projects like that's people's favorite game yeah, right like, people like would be people, like that's the best yeah, game ever one, yeah. for sure and i do love it it's really good yeah. uh what about 56 56 i put i got uh, watergate awesome yeah really that's cool yeah i mean surprisingly apparently i really liked it. <laughs> i remember you liked it after we played it yeah i remember i liked it you wanted to play it right after we the first yeah. game was over okay we you were, you were again. like let's play it again yeah we should play it again for sure all right jeff what about you man 56 my number 56 is one of my favorite easy light engine building games called gizmos oh yeah i like gizmos cool like design it's got this cool little yeah that marble almost like dispenser yeah dispenser of marbles coming out and yeah i, I it's a cool engine builder i really Very like cool. all the you know, it ramps up really quick. You know, at first you're just picking one thing, and then all of a sudden you pick six marbles on your turn. It's, it's a cool the game. The tactile feel of marbles is just awesome, too. I yeah, know, so the game looks Handling great. marbles is really fun. It is. My number 56 is, uh, at one time, this was my favorite filler game of all time, and it's called a little card game called No Thanks. Great game. Love this game. Natalie hates it, which is why it doesn't ever, ever, <laughs> ever get played. So awesome. I know, and she's like the only person that doesn't like, like it. every time he's like, you want to play this? And I'm like, no thanks. Ooh, and then Ryan's like, I'm like, that's one. not funny anymore. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my number 56. Languishing in the 50s, the mid 50s is no thanks. Natalie, what about you? What is 55? My mid 55 is <laughs> Everdell. <laughs> okay, nice. Ooh, so, I Everdell. mean, you know, a lot of people really, really, really like Our last that play game. of it sh- dropped yeah, it I know for it. us. Yeah, it kind of dropped you guys. from the last play. It's, it's a beautiful game, you know, yeah, but is. the game part of it is, you know, I like it, but. I'd say it it's deserves to be around 55. <clears throat> yeah, in the first play that we had of it, I thought we were like, oh my God, this is amazing. Yeah. In our last play, we were just kind of like, almost like we felt like it wasn't, flow. I don't know, we couldn't get a good thing of resources going. It, everything felt so hard. And that, for some reason, that just kind of like sapped the fun factor a little yeah. bit for us. Jeff, what is your number 55? 55 is, I have a couple games in here I've played once, which is evident of how much i probably liked the game after the first one yeah i think it's all the way up there my number 55 is gugong awesome which i'm really looking forward to playing again i'm looking forward to playing the new one with the expansion when's the new one coming soon soonish very soon i i knew you were gonna like that game because it's jeff loves trajan that's probably in your top 20 yeah probably top 10 maybe top 10 jeff loves trajan and gugong is not trajan but it's got that similar 
you know, yeah, I love little the, mini games. Yeah, the card like play instead of, you know, Trajan has that Roncala and Gugong has the card play, which I think is unique and cool. I haven't seen any other game do that. Yeah. Yeah. Trading cards to take an action. That's cool. My number 55 is a game kind of very similar to Chaosmos. And honestly, this kind of replaced Chaosmos for a while when I got it. And it's a game, it's an oink game mm. called Nine Tiles Panic. And it's almost the same type of game as 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 Chaosmos or Cosmic Encounter. Or not Cosmic Encounter. Um, Galaxy theory. Trucker. Oh. <laughs> and... You know, where you're just, you're basically just real time laying tiles. Mm -hmm. Nine Tiles Panic is just so easy to set. It's just so much easier yeah, to get like out to the table, even though Chaosmos is still really easy to get out. That's my number 55. Natalie, what about you for 54? 54 is a game we all love called Codenames. Oh, Codenames. baby. Wow. I mean, that's Mine's much higher, I think. It is? Yeah. I think mine's oh. almost in my top 10. See, I think mine is much lower. Really? For how much I love it, I don't, yeah. no, don't want to play it. Really? Yeah. I feel I like we played that. it a ton. Yeah. And I'm for like, whatever reason, I don't get sick of it. I think it's a yeah. word game thing. I love yeah. word games. I get that, but mm -hmm. I think because well. of this list, I was like, the way I was doing it was how, what would you rather play like right now? And yep. Codenames is, you got to have like, it's like a party game and it's got to have a group and, yeah. and, and I love this game, but it's not something that just gets played anytime. Codenames duet's probably a lot higher for you. Yeah, I think it is. And they are on here separately. Okay, cool. Jeff, what about you, man? What's 54? 54 is... I have a couple like call to the news here that I've just played. Number fifty four is Pendulum. Wow! Cool. Wow! Oh, yeah, man, I'm kind of bummed we didn't. So I'm, wish we would have played that instead of Miraposos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I, I'm enjoying seeing where that game goes. If like we talked about on the last episode, yeah, if expand it, it. If it expands and it keeps the fun of the timers and doesn't become samey. Yeah. Same <laughs> then, <laughs> then, oh well, that's uh, a that's a callback. Yeah. Then yeah, then then I I see it going up. Uh, but I think it needs it needs to get more to it to maybe push itself even higher. Yeah. Awesome. So. Okay. My number 54 is a game by a designer who uh, is 50-50 for me right now. And it's Elizabeth Hargrave's Wingspan. Oh, nice. Yeah, I really enjoy Wingspan. Wingspan is yeah, it's like one it. that... Um, Every time I play it, I have a good I have a great time. For some You're reason, really good for some reason, too. I never want to reach reach and play it. Yeah, I, I I feel like I get it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I never really just decide seem to reach for it. Yeah. But if it's there and I'm there to play it, I will have a good time. So that's my number 54. What is 53 for 53 you? 53 for me is Azul Summer Pavilion. Awesome. Yeah. Good one. I want to play that again too. You think that, that is that really higher good. than the other Azuls? Yeah, good question. Yes. Okay, so that's uh, your that favorite. That is your favorite one. Okay. And yours sure. is the second one? I think the Which second one is the hardest of the three and the most thinky. Yeah. But man, like the standard Azul will just get, I feel like get played more because it's standard yeah. Azul. Mm -hmm. but, so I, I don't know how to rank those sometimes. Yeah. I feel just like this one's like one big one game. Too. This one's yeah, a little yeah. more complex, a little more challenging than, than regular Azul, but, and it's, it's hard, but it's like fun trying to like figure it out. Agreed. And, yeah. I like it I too. I like this game a lot. Awesome. All right, Jeff, 53, man. 53 will probably go up with future plays. I played it once with you guys. It's called CO2. Ooh, baby. CO2 53. Oh, you didn't play it with us at the at Nerdfest. No, I didn't. Okay. So I've only played it once. Like, I thought we played it twice. Yeah, it was Joe and, and Brian. That's right. When we played it, I loved it, and now since I haven't played it recently, it's kind yeah, of ticked down, down of because oh, of yeah. it. So yeah, we played it here. Yeah. At, mm -hmm. Yep. At our house. I remember it was a great play. Yeah. That was yeah. a fun. Yeah, it was really fun. The game is so good. So uh, good. My number fifty three is a game I've played two times, and I know if I played this more, it would go up. It's on our whiteboard right now, and it is by Natalie's boy. And it is Maracaibo. Oh, cool. Mm. I loved that. Played it with Natalie once. Yep. And me and Jeff played it once over yep. at his place. And both plays were fantastic for me. It's a great game. And you guys like that game too, I yeah, think. So for sure. Awesome. Slides Jeff loved it because it has metal coins. Yeah, man, those and, metal and, coins. Yeah, those metal coins are so sweet. All right, Natalie, what's 52? <laughs> 52 for me is um, the Unlock Games. Okay. Okay. 
I think Exit is higher on the list. Sure. Um, but I really enjoy the Unlock games too. Yeah, me too. I know they're a little bit like less frustrating than Exit because they're not as like they're a little more straightforward, I guess. Compa- yeah. In comparison, but the on the Exit ones have so many more like like cool moments when the, you get the Exit ones have cooler moments. Although the newer unlocks seem to have kind of yeah, stepped the, it up a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I agree with you. They the made, the only thing about those cool. games is they have a tendency to make me feel like the biggest idiot. Yeah. If you don't, if you like, you get stuck. Right. I just think it's so fun. It is fun. We need to play those like. We need to add people. like a Jeff in there yeah. so he can smarten us up a little bit because <laughs> like, me and you, here, well, me and right Natalie here. have the same brain. I feel <laughs> yeah. like, and so we need another yeah, brain in there. But <laughs> fantastic, Jeff, fifty-two man, fifty-two is a game about peppers called Scoville. <laughs> cool. Yep. Yeah, <laughs> Scoville. I, I really like. It's that was a fun cool game. game. Yeah, I yeah. I've played a few times. The expansion is is really great. Add the little more. one, right? Yeah, it's yeah. Just I labs. like that expansion. We yeah, played that too. Can add peppers to your own part instead of the board as well. Doesn't change much. And it's like a very cool game. Like. They're, the, oh, it's a hot they're game. Pepper, pepper meeples. Um, yeah, the peoples. Yeah, the pe- pe- people. Yeah, they're <laughs> the pepper meeples, and you walk your little. So the, the production quality is great. It's a TMG game, yeah. so of course, yeah, of course, great, it's great. So. of course, it's great. All right, number fifty-two for me. Number fifty-two is the crew, the Ooh. quest for Planet Nine, which Good I think game. if I redid my pub meeple rankings, it might go up a little bit yeah, because we, we have been playing it a ton. It my copy now looks played. It does. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. the the so white edges the of the cards look. Yeah, they're. Natalie's got really dirty hands, and so when she shuffles them, they just get real dirty. Maybe it's just the residual farts because she puts her hands under her Stop butt. Stop it! Yeah, the cards did smell when we yeah, played them yesterday. Really I thought. Weird. Yeah, yeah I thought so too. All right, yeah, no one's gonna roast you. I'm gonna have to do it. So. <laughs> yeah. All right, Natalie, what day. is your number fifty-one? It's my life. Okay, my fifty-one <laughs> is Mansions of Madness. Awesome. Okay, that's a fun game. <laughs> Why does that not feel sincere? Yeah, that's a that's fun a game. Fun I just game. don't know what to say about these yeah. games. You know, everyone knows what Mansion of Madness is. It's a game on an app. And no, well, <laughs> it has an app. Yeah, it has an app and it has a map. Boom! <laughs> that's all you gotta know. It has a map. Wow. Yeah, nice. All right, fine. She doesn't want to talk about that anymore. I guess Jeff. Yep. What is fifty-one? My fifty-one. I know is much higher on your list. I need to play it more. My first play was very good, but. I'm hoping for better plays next. It's a game called Castell at 51. Ooh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah, very cool. We got we to gotta get another play of that. You played it with the game group? Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah Dave we played Bill it with played Dave it. and Mr. Measles. Yeah. Did they not like it as much? Bill really liked it. Dave did not like it very much. So okay. it was, it, the, the experience, I, I, it wasn't soured at all. No, but, I know exactly what um, you mean. Yeah, it was like, it, everything's always better when everyone's loving it. Yes. It Our play was... We all were like, oh, like kids in candy stores, yeah. all four of us. And so it made the experience better. Plus, we, were at we had the added bonus of being a grand yeah, con. I bought the game on a whim, learned mm. it and taught it. Right. It all happened. So it was all really cool. Mm-hmm. But still, very awesome pick. My number 51 is a little dice chucking game that I love so much. I know that we all really enjoy it. And it's called Las Vegas. Yeah. Um, you're just rolling a bunch of dice, fun, Yahtzee yeah. style. And that's that's the game. So, Natalie, what is your number 50. Number 50. 50, 50, 50. Okay, I like that. 50th <laughs> that cool. favorite game for the 50th episode. <laughs> and I mean, what a quinky dink. It's the best one on this list. What a coinky wow. dinky dink. What a coinky do. <laughs> um, I've only played it once, but I liked it a lot. We tried to play it. The Wait, other... what game is it? I missed it with my stupid song. I didn't he say had... it. Oh, okay. Okay. We tried to play it recently. And then we just didn't. And it's called Great Western Trail. Oh, <laughs> wow. Wow, that's sitting at number 50. Yeah. To, you did have a really There's good play. There's a chance it could go up when we play it a second time. Oh, it'll go if up. If we ever get to you it. You just wait. <laughs> but yeah. He did unkink his hose recently. Yeah, I did. My hose is unkinked and it will go up. All right, Jeff, what is number 50, man? This might be called to the new because I just, I filled out my thing yeah. yesterday, yesterday yeah, today and it. kind of was like slowly, I was like, oh God, I keep going and keep going. No, my number 50 games. ended with 
Takenu. Oh! Yeah. Wow, that's that cool. is so cool. Yeah, How cool is that? Wow, man. Hey, we just talked about Takenu on this episode. That wow. is so cool. So what's Takenu about? Yeah. <laughs> that's Rewind great. and yeah. you'll hear. All right. That's awesome, man. Number 50, huh? So my number 50 is another little dice chucking game that I, I, I probably like this a lot more than everybody else, but it's called Elia Iacta Est. You love I that. do love, love that game. game. That's a really cool just little dice chucker that has a latrine, and that's really fun. And games that have <laughs> toilets are cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what am I going to do? Tell them what it means, too. Latrine? It means nurturing oh. other. Oh, sorry. Oh, it means the die is cast. That was one of our association stations. Mm. Maybe the, maybe in the original the one. You call cast, but you call Elma Mater nourishing mother. Because nourishing mother is more fun to say than dice cast. <laughs> dice cast is boring. Nourishing mother is funny and it makes me mad. So that's <laughs> gonna do it for us tonight, everybody. Thank you for staying until the end of our fiftieth episode. It's because of you all that we keep doing what we're doing. You are the best, and we love you more than we love our own dogs. If you'd like to get a hold of us, <laughs> well, you can find us on Instagram at Gamecasters or at Gamer. Both of those accounts serve us the podcast. We also have a Facebook group. Just search Gamecasters and you'll find us there. You can also email us at the Gamecasters podcast at gmail.com. We have an incredibly barren BGG guild that Natalie refuses to join. <laughs> so if you head on over there, we are guild 3678. If you like the show, we'd love if you consider giving us a rating on Apple Podcasts or anywhere else you listen that allows you to rate us on music for the show. And every episode of the show was produced by Jeremy Pete. If you enjoyed it and want some of your own for your next project, please email us to discuss. So for Natalie, Jeff the Mad Board Gamer, I am Ryan, and you have been listening to episode 50 of The Gamecasters. Good night, everybody. So now for anyone who actually listened this far in the episode, we have a special surprise for you. <laughs> Post a story. What I want you to do is post a story on Instagram tagging Gamecasters and tagging Mad Board Gamer and say, I survived episode 50 of the Gamecasters. If you do that, post a story saying that, you will be entered into a drawing for a super secret giveaway. And this is a, you want to be, you want to do this. You will, you will get good stuff. You're going to get good stuff. Yes. Yep. And not even maybe just one stuff. Might get you lots might get of multiple stuff. stuffs. So, there could be some cheating going on. So what we're going to do is right now, there's a password I'm going to have you. I'm going to uh, I'm going to ask you when I see your story, I'm going to ask you what the password is. Because, you know, if you see someone else posted that story, you might post that story and be like, hmm, what's going on? Is it Chad Munson? So the password is Kraken B Tripping. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. So I thought I'm going to Chad Munson. This yeah, time. no. Cool, yeah. Right. So Kraken so, B Tripping. I'm going backwards. So so either me or Jeff will, will message you and ask you for the password so we legitimately know you are entered into this drawing. Because, again, you want to be entered into this drawing. Yeah. This is, there's good stuff. There's good stuff in here. The password again, Kraken B Trippin'. Thank you so much for making it this far. You are the real person and people that we love. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you next time. Good night.